Hey guys, this is Freddie Korea, and you're listening to Thanks for the Invite Podcast. And today on the show, we have Ty Rivera. What's up, Ty? What's up? Hey, so what are we going to talk about today? Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a damn good intro. Fuck yeah, I think I know what song to play in the intro. Um, Ty, you have a podcast called Unbothered on iTunes? Yes, sir. Unbothered by Ty Rivera. And uh, where can people find you on social media? And America's Favorite Fag.com is my website. And then everything else is Ty Rivera. Or, well, Instagram is the only place that I'm fucked. And that's official Ty Rivera. Oh, wow. Yeah, because uh, there's some yeah. 15 year old Brazilian girl. Mm-hmm. That already wow. had Ty Rivera. Well, she's not 15 anymore. She's probably 20 no. something. But yeah, I tried to buy it off of her. She wouldn't have it. Did she so, respond? Yes. Oh, she's holding out for bigger, bigger cash. <laughs> no, I. She wouldn't even. She wasn't even open to the chat. Like I was like, you know, I'll wow. talk to your parents or an adult because I wanted to be very on the up and up about it. And I was like, I'll talk to your parents or an adult. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I I don't mind paying you yeah. to buy the you know my name. And then she was like, well, you maybe know, we should tag. I only fifteen. <laughs> I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chinese. So maybe we should tag. That's my racist <laughs> Brazilian. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm only fifteen years old. <laughs> great Portuguese. Oh my god. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I only fifteen. <laughs> um, All right. I'm gonna tie. I'm just gonna tie. I'm gonna tag that Ty Rivera on this episode. And we'll see if she changes her mind. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> in several years. We'll start a campaign for you. Yeah. Ian Burford, uh, my co-host, where can people find you? I-A-N-B-U-R-F-O-R-D. Man. All right, let's get this shit going. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Korea. Hey, what's up? It's Freddie. Thanks, guys, for joining us. This is 2019, the return of Thanks for the Invite podcast. We've taken a long break. I've gotten a lot of stuff done in between, especially with uh, if you listen to the last couple, maybe four episodes from 2018. Uh, I was buying a new house. I need to update you on a lot of things. Okay, but uh, I'm just excited to be back. Hold on, this part is cool. Okay, I just want to have a little fun with the fade in and out. Holy shit, guys. Uh, the new garage band, I got to say it's uh, it's cool. It has a lot of cool features. If if anything, when you have a new uh, update on a on a you know an app or a program, it's usually for the best. It just the hard part is getting used to it. I uh, I had not updated GarageBand since 2014. I want to say because I heard the there was an update around that time that was shitty, and I refused to do it. I'm like I'm not doing it. I'm gonna stick to the old GarageBand. And, uh, of course, I had to update my Mac, and 
it said, oh, you can't use GarageBand anymore. You have to update GarageBand. I'm like, fuck. So that was a huge, uh, huge setback because now I have to relearn, watch YouTube videos on how to do a simple fade, how to fade music up and down. Um, and not just that, when you record a podcast, you want to make sure it's nice and loud in the headphones because after you export it, it always loses volume. And and then people complain about it. They're like, oh, I can't hear it unless I'm playing it in my speakers in my car. Or, you know, it's too low. And uh, it's just something I had to work on. And the audio is going to get better, guys, but it's kind of like starting over. The good thing is I already know how to use the old garage band so it's just a matter of getting used to it but hey guys we're back guys um, i'm excited to bring in the new year with my guest ty rivera and my buddy ian burford's on the show we had a lot of fun on this episode we go over a lot of uh things going on recently kevin hart uh the transgender woman that almost beat the shit out of that poor little um gamestop kid clerk and it, it's fun. It's a fun episode, guys. Ty Rivera, guys, he just moved to Vegas. If he comes to your city, make sure you go see him. He is hilarious. Okay, you will leave that show like, oh, my God. Ty Rivera was fucking so funny. Like, you go to people's shows and you forget about their jokes. Ty Rivera, you remember his jokes. You remember a lot of the things. And also check out his podcast, Unbothered with Ty Rivera. Um, Ty Rivera is a blessing, to the comedy scene guys because and i'm not religious but i like using the word blessing okay because he is somebody that's not afraid to say what's on their mind and if he wants to stick up for somebody he he goes out there and he'll say it a lot of people uh, stay in the shadows and they don't really say what they want to say because they're afraid of uh you know uh offending people or people might unfriend him on facebook or something just because they don't agree with them on things ty rivera was very very vocal about how he supported uh trump when he was running and we kind of clarify stuff on this episode where he says you know he he no longer supports him but he did vote for him um and it, it's there's a huge difference okay like me I, honestly guys i didn't vote for nobody i thought hillary was crooked and i thought holy shit trump is fucking crazy but I'm like, I, I definitely don't want Hillary to go into office. But I like I said, I didn't vote. So you might be like, oh, well, Fred, you didn't vote. So fuck you. you. You don't have anything to say. Well, yeah, I could still say something. Okay, bitch. I pay taxes, motherfucker. Go listen to um, George Carlin's. Uh, uh, he has a, a, an incredible set where he talks about, like, even if you don't vote. And it's just true. You could talk. You live in America. You fucking pay taxes. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to say something. Okay. Now, here's what I am going to say. Um, as far as Trump goes, uh, along the lines what uh, Ty talks about on this episode, I have come to the conclusion that I am rooting for Trump. I am rooting for him to do good for the country. Doesn't mean that I agree with his things, his policies. No, I, I'm not even fucking political. I don't even know why I'm talking about this shit. But I am rooting for somebody that's leading our country to uh, have our country succeed. If you're rooting for Trump to fail and he's the president of your country, I think you're a fucking moron. Whether it's a Democrat, Republican, you want the leader of the country to fucking do good for the country. Okay. Again, I'm not agreeing with every single thing he's. No, no. There's a huge difference in saying, hey, man, 
I don't like you. I disagree with you a lot of things, but I hope you do good. It's kind of like what Dave Chappelle said in uh, Saturday Night Live the day after all the Democrats got their fucking heartbroken. Uh, he went on there and he did a really heartfelt speech about, you know, um, uh, about Trump. Now, fuck, man, has a lot has uh, have a lot of fucking racist popped out. Yeah. And I kind of like that. I like that. There's a lot of racist popping up on YouTube videos now because now it's like they're showing their true colors. I love that, man. And I think it's hilarious. Some of the shit that Trump does, man. Holy shit. It's so fucking funny. But it's like unintentional of course you know him calling the president of north korea a uh, uh, short and fat you know just shit like that the way he handles the press i fucking think it's hilarious as a comic i'm just on the side right as a comic but um yeah man it, it's it, it's really interesting the, the time we're living in too and i think it, it i think because of trump uh a lot of good things have happened man fucking me too uh, me too movement i think couldn't have happened without fucking trump igniting the fucking fire like it was something that was building up a lot but i think trump really really helped it fucking come out you know of its shell because uh with the whole grabbing them by the pussy and it, it's it, that's what ignited the the women's march that's really what they they gave it they give it credit to trump of women just protesting and we're on the third year now where people women go out there and protest um but now they found out that one of the women she fucking she has associations with that fucking uh preacher ah shit i forgot his name oh fuck i forgot his name he but he's like always talking shit about the jewish people Ooh, Jewish people. I got I got so much shit to talk to you about, guys. This is going to come in the next couple episodes. Uh, I have so much things to update you on the new house, comedy, the podcast. Uh, I'm going to have a lot of fun guests on the show. And we're just going to keep pumping them out, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey, and I'm looking for original music. If you have, like, uh, a beat, even if you sampled it, but, like, it's it's yours that you remixed it. Like, you made it better, fucker. That kind of, like, you know, just something original. I'm tired of using, I'll still use other people's uh, songs here, but eventually they're going to take that shit off, man. You're not going to be able to use copyrighted music. It's going to be like YouTube, you know? Um, you know, iTunes, eventually they're going to be like SoundCloud. That's why I don't post my shit on SoundCloud, because they flag you if you have copyrighted music. So I want to have my own music. I want a new intro. I know I have the intro with Lizzie doing the warp sound. I did that back, you know, from the beginning. And then someone said, oh, Burt Kreischer has the same sound effect. You took it from him. No, bitch. It's from uh, Apple. It's one of the Apple sound effects. And I just, I, I used it and then I put uh, Lizzie over it. And uh, to be honest, I don't know who started the podcast first, Burt or myself. But anyway, much love to Burt because I, I have nothing but admiration to that motherfucker um he inspires me a lot he's a great storyteller now enough kissing ass guys let's start this fucking show enjoy this show make sure you follow ty rivera on uh you'll see uh you, you've heard the plugs where to follow him uh on instagram uh on facebook let him know that you hear heard this his podcast and subscribe to his podcast guys subscribe subscribe to his podcast and give him a review on itunes you know how it goes, guys. All right, guys. This takes a lot of time, a lot of production. Um, this one was a pain in the fucking ass just because I was so stupid. I didn't know how to, how to use GarageBand. But now I think I, I'm getting the hang of it. So, all right. That's it. Enjoy the show, guys.
Yeah, if I'm not allowed to say it under any context, <laughs> we might be in trouble. <laughs> it's funny because I say it in my act, but I'm afraid of doing it on the podcast. And that's how people get fired. Well, because it's not that big of a deal. People hold on to shit forever illegal. now. Yeah. And you don't know what people are going to, yeah. It's, you know, yeah, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. Got to pay the bills. Yeah, I, I envy you guys that, man. That's why I still suck, man. I haven't quit my job and, like, I don't. You know, I envy you guys so much that you guys just go for the dream full throttle. I feel like a fake ass comic, straight up. No, you should never. No. No, you should never. Because I mean, like anybody that knows me knows, I'll do extra shit to make money all the time. Like yeah. I don't care. I'm I'm not that guy. Like especially with what I do, mm-hmm. because people will get mad at me and then they'll try to call and get my gigs canceled. And occasionally that works. In a lot of cases, it doesn't work because I've been working with people for so long, and so mm-hmm. they'll just be like. And so if I need to make money, I'm gonna make money. I'm yeah. not. I'm not at all trying to be like you know. Oh well, I only. It's like no. Have people I do done that to you okay. where they lash out and call your. Look at your website and see we're going to be booked and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, wow. for sure. And it's like you know the the worst part is, um, well, it's also turned into the best part now is that they'll say these things that are really outlandish and mm-hmm. like it's gotten to a point where um, it's just like he's been working for us for a couple years now. So yeah. it, like, why would he suddenly turn into this person that you're saying he is Yeah. when, you know, like that's just not what he's ever shown us, you yeah. know, like, um, one person, uh, started saying that I was, uh, they hit up several clubs that I were, was working for. And they were saying that, uh, if they did anything wrong or anything that I perceived as wrong, that I would try to get their club shut down and all sorts. Of, and it was just like, you know, they hit up clubs that I had been working for, for long enough that they were just like, yeah, yeah he's never done anything like that. Yeah. You know, like, cause I don't have problems with the staff at clubs I work at because the way I've always seen it is the staff at clubs I go to are who makes me feel at home when I go back. Yeah. So usually you have good relationships with the staff. So, well, are, oh, go ahead. Did did any relationships get ruined when they sided with the person complaining? Like that relationships you thought they were good? No, because anytime anybody's chosen to, well, let's see. Was there were there any um who uh, well, not really, because I always felt like there was one where I just had to be like, look, if you choose to cancel me, I'm still going to get paid for this gig because yeah. you're canceling on me the day before. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the thing that bothered me about that one was that was an LGBT event. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was like um, it was an LGBT event. And then like two days before, I ended up getting a message from somebody telling me, hey, have you seen this? And it was a guy that posted, like, you know, Ty Rivera is the most homophobic, transphobic, racist comedian on the scene, and he's going to be headlining a gay pride show. Uh, don't we deserve better as a community? Are we afraid of him? Oh, like that pandering? kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, trying to say that they had people behind them. Kind yeah, of thing. well, then that's bullshit. what they started doing, was then they started flooding no. the booker's uh, email. Yeah, because people see that, and they don't even, like... They don't even look They don't even it. check they the facts. No, They'll no, just, no. okay, let's just stand behind them, because... Recreational outrage. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. are these people, like, that go have been to your shows? 
No, it was actually a gay comic that I don't think I've ever met before. Oh. And I, I ended up doing an episode of my podcast about it. I don't mention his name because I, yeah. I'm not trying to carry around. In a lot of cases, these people are just sad and misguided and they don't have a lot of friends in real life. Yeah. And sometimes when you say that stuff, people think you're trying to be catty, you're trying to be mean, but that's just really what I've noticed from these people. Mm -hmm. Cause I personally, you know, have friends, I have a boyfriend, I have a life, I have shit to do. Yeah. So I don't have time to start a fucking email campaign against <laughs> anybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's just not what I'm going to do. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't need the whole world to agree with me on everything when it comes to like, you know, oh, you said something that offended me. Now I need everybody. There was one person that um, they hit up a club and said that I uh, had told them and the the way I got found out was the club owner showed me the email and mm -hmm. he was like, hey, just so you know, I got this. He was like, don't make a big deal of it or anything. They actually sent an email. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he was like, he was like, I got this. And so he handed his phone to me and I read it and it was this person saying that uh Ty Rivera in an argument or Ty Rivera's headlining your club coming up in an argument Ty on Facebook Ty Rivera told me that he didn't care or that he would rather I die than what he pays for insurance go up mm. and so what the fuck I just looked at it and then I remember the conversation that that person was talking about so I yeah. handed it back to the owner of the club and I was like in all fairness what I said was I didn't care if they died as long as what I pay for insurance doesn't go up yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> that way I'm a monster this way I'm just apathetic <laughs> Yeah, and what happened? You still did the gig? Or? I was already okay. working that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they had sent it a couple months before, or a couple weeks before. And I don't know how, like, that, uh, which uh, really what I did say was I didn't care. And, like, my basis on that was... Uh, here we were talking about, uh, you know, like, like it was when they were talking about uh, the Affordable Care Act. And I know different people are different ways on that. Mm -hmm. And I'm fine with that. But for me personally, I knew that at that time I was already struggling. Yeah. And so when people want what I pay already or was having trouble paying already going up, it's kind of like, well, this is very real for me. This isn't a thing where it's like, you know, oh, I'm just debating this just mm -hmm. for the fuck of it. I'm yeah. saying that this is where I'm at right now. You know, I just paid for groceries. At that time, you know, I just paid for groceries yeah. using a fucking credit card. So yeah. clearly I'm not doing the best right now. Yeah. And, you know, I'm well, talking about something that's actually affecting me. So, right. you know, and then this person comes in and they're like, you know, well, what I pay for meds would have to go up, whatever, whatever. And then I was like, and they were like, so how would you feel if I ended up dying? And I was like, well, I wouldn't really care because I didn't know you until just right now. <laughs> like you just popped in on Facebook. You're still your not Facebook real to me. Facebook is public. So if they see that a friend commented or something, some, somehow it's going to appear on their thread. Yeah, and that's what started mm -hmm. happening. That's why so many people, if you notice, have switched to just friends only. I did that. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's smart. It's yeah. it's the yeah. best thing to do. Yeah. I remember I followed you. Shoot. I don't know how. When did you do the gravel pit? That must have been like five, six years ago. Yeah. With Chris Doran. Yeah, it might have been even a little longer than and that. And I followed you on Facebook ever since. And I remember, you know, you, you always post stuff that um, are very, like, you put a thought to it, behind mm -hmm. it. You don't just post stuff to fucking be edgy. You put a thought and you stand by it, you know? And the thing is that on Facebook, especially when nobody ever, no one has ever met you face-to-face, -face, uh -huh. and then when you're seeing a text, you're not hearing a tone. Yeah. No. They feel they could just fucking just go off and yeah. just go crazy. And, and it's crazy. So they lose an argument 
Or you say something that, ooh, their feelings get hurt. Now they want to fuck with your livelihood, you know? And that's the worst thing you can do. Like, you know, like to me, that's why I feel like um, I I really don't want to post a lot of stuff on Facebook anymore because people do. And that's exactly the problem. Mm. They read it in whatever mood they're in. And sometimes I throw shit out there and like in my head, it sounds funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then they have bad delivery. So then they read it uh, and yeah. they read it in their delivery and they're like, you know, oh, this mm-hmm. sounds like I realized how uh, how much delivery affects things when I was telling my friends about this comic that I hate, you know, mm-hmm. I, like not I hate him. I hate his material because mm. he's just really bad as a person. He's not bad at all. Yeah. So uh, then I was <laughs> most of the time when there's a comic that's not funny. He's, like, oh, he's a nice guy, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was it was one of those, you know, where I was like, oh, he's horrible, but he's a nice guy. And so uh, I was telling my friends about him, and they were like, "Like, what kind of stuff does he do?" So I do a couple of his jokes for them, and they're laughing. And I'm just like, "He doesn't worse, you guys. They're not like this when he does them. It's not working for me." Yeah, I, I was punching up this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to bomb even when I don't like the person. It's the person is the person who delivers it. I was listening to uh, Brian Regan on uh, Burt Kreischer's podcast mm-hmm. recently. And he was doing a, a Robert Schimmel joke, one of his favorite jokes, but with Brian Regan's delivery. And holy shit, it had me dying because <laughs> yeah. you never hear Brian Regan cuss. And he's talking about like this joke that Schimmel had where it was very basic, but it was hilarious where the daughter's like, Dad, why, how do the uh, monkeys keep their feet on the bicycles at the circus? And, and he's like, because they, they, they nail the fuck out of their feet. Mm-hmm. But to hear Robert, uh, uh, Brian Regan say fuck, I'm like, oh my God, this yeah. is fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, so fucking. So it, it depends on the person delivering the jokes. You were doing his jokes better. <laughs> that's what it yeah. was. And, but that's what it is with the social media and Facebook. Yeah. So now I've started doing like YouTube clips. But uh, YouTube, it, like, nothing's fun anymore with social media. Like, yeah. YouTube demonetizes your shit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, Okay, here's one thing that happened to me. I wasn't paying attention to my YouTube for a long time, like wasn't like updating shit and stuff like that. So I I got back on. I did all the things I needed to do to make sure that I was getting monetized again because now you have to have a certain amount of watch time before they'll actually like monetize you again. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the way it works changed. Well, now since I I don't have that many followers and stuff like that, it's like every view counts, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Sometimes they'll demonetize you not because of what you say, but because of what's in your tags. Mm, on the tags now, really? Yeah, if it's considered like a controversial topic, yeah. which like in one case, like when I was talking about Brett Kavanaugh, I use the tag rape culture because, you know, that's what right. people talk about, you know, in certain cases. So, of course, when you're coming up with the tags, you want to do everything that might be like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody might search or might come up that way. And so uh, I did rape culture and then, like, I know that that's what got me demonetized because in my clip I was very careful not to say anything in an inflammatory way because I was more trying to make the point than I was. Like, every mm-hmm. time I do something, it's to make a point. It's not right. just to be shocking, you know? That's what I was saying about your your Facebook 
you're trying you're you're out there to make a point not not just to fucking throw some shit in the air yeah because i don't care about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. so when i actually care about something and i'm like hey this is the way i feel about it you mm-hmm. know like people got mad at me for uh some people got mad at me for my feelings on like immigration that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but like my thing with immigration is i think it's uh it's more inhumane to let people come here and set up shop and and get their lives together and feel like they're really like you know becoming part of something and then kick them out later mm-hmm. than it is to just say hey this is the way it works these are the channels if you want to get here so you know but people got mad at me for that and acted like I was you know just- oh he doesn't want mexicans in this country and you're latino you don't want them opening the fridge and tortillas popping out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's fucking, that was like, it just had to happen when you were here. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's never happened because I stay away from tortillas. And today, like a fucking piñata tortillas oh as soon God. as you open the refrigerator. It was just like, bam. Uh, we bought a bunch of tortillas and kind of stuff for the UFC fights tomorrow. And yeah, I opened the, the fridge and everything pops out. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was hilarious. So typical. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Chunti. <laughs> and you grew up in Arizona, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was um, I was rewatching your your YouTube set on um on Fluffy's show, Stand Up yeah. Revolution, dude. That that set. Uh, I don't know. You you you've heard all the compliments in the world, but holy shit, have you heard it? No. It's great. It's no fat. It hits, and you do some. Racy shit, and it's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, I it's, probably was one of the last times Comedy Central let somebody get away with that kind of shit. <laughs> like, on, yeah. on Fluffy's show, dude. Yeah, sneaked it in. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. but it was it was it's very clever the way it's written, though. Mm-hmm. You see, um, do you still do any of those jokes? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that the the opening line is fucking hilarious, where you say, um, "Most people think I'm a gay Filipino." Or something like that, right? I'm yeah, butchering. How uh, does it go? I, well, because it was an in-the-moment thing. What happened uh-huh. was, like, they cut out part of it. I wish that sometime uh, Fluffy would, like, release the unedited version yeah. of that entire, like, set. Because, um, like, they're, like oh, my applause breaks that. and my laughs went on for so long that there were points where I was uncomfortable. There were points where I wanted to tell the audience to stop laughing so I could do the rest of my material. <laughs> I mean, like, it was that good of a set, you know? And anybody mm-hmm. that was there will tell you i mean like it was just a really great great, like you know in real life it was great like even i was like you know this is going really great but at the same time i need these people to shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) but like as soon as i walked out what happened was there was this lady that just uh, this girl woman lady whatever that just wouldn't stop laughing as soon as i walked on Mm. and i know that some people would try to clown like that especially back then because like you know if you read the comments or you look at like you know just my appearance back then that's when i had the silicone in my face and that was a mistake i made when i was like 20 something 21 or something like that but silicone never goes away it's not like if you get um you know, like Restylane or any of the stuff people are using now, you know, like Mm -hmm. silicone never went away. So I had this ball of silicone right there. And so in order to make it look less... It was a ball? Yeah, it Mm -hmm. was like, you know, because it's injected, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, it sometimes will turn into, like, because scar tissue forms around it. And so it basically looked like a ball. So in order to fix that, I had um, some more, like, you know, semi-permanent fillers, not semi-permanent, temporary fillers, uh, so that it would, like, give it more of a, like... 
as natural as it was going to be appearance, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just, there was no way around it, you know? Like, I had a bunch of silicone in my face, and that's what it was. And uh, the, and I know, especially, I don't know why fucking Latinos can be so, like, just childish that way sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you look what they consider different, they'll just start laughing at you like kids. Immediately. Yeah, and yeah. so that's what Fuck. happened. Like, so <laughs> here I am, you know, with cameras on me and shit, and, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm already, like, you think that isn't in my head already? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm already thinking about that, and then this bitch just loses it. As soon as I walk on stage. She's just laughing at you. Yeah, and Mm, I haven't said a word and won't stop laughing. Mm -hmm. And to the point where, because it's a taping. Right. And, you know, of course, before the taping, people are like, you know, hey, can you, you know, like Gabriel comes out himself and makes the, you know, announcement. Mm -hmm. Can you guys, you know. No heckling. So so everybody else is like, you know, just. Yeah, just waiting for me to do my first bit. And Mm -hmm. then, like, so I just looked at them. And then the first thing I said was. Uh, like I'm gonna be way too much for this situation, mm-hmm. and then everybody started laughing at that, and then that drowned her out. And then I was like, uh, just because I was I was so thrown off that I couldn't think of what my first joke was supposed to be. So I was like, uh, I know that was in guys, a moment then. Yeah. So I was like, I know you guys are wondering who uh, invited the gay Filipino, and then yeah. I was like, don't trip, I'm not Filipino. <laughs> 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 and then like there, I still didn't go into like because. I stayed up till like three in the morning because I couldn't sleep. No, it was longer than that. It was like probably five or six in the morning because I remember the sun was up and I went downstairs to like cafe in the um, the Hard Rock because it was at the Hard Rock Seminole in Florida. And uh, I, oh, I, Florida. Yeah, ah. we were at the. Um, I, I always thought it was in Fort LA Lauderdale. or something. Yeah, I think that's the Fort Lauderdale Improv ah, okay. that we were at. Yeah, okay. and so uh, so then, you know, like, I knew kind of what jokes I was going to do, mm-hmm. and I thought I had it down, yeah. but that threw everything off, and then I just did yeah. what you saw. And or, I can imagine the nerves the day before, because, like, is it going to go well? Because just because you have a contract or you signed up for it, it doesn't mean it's going to go on air, right? That's Well, that's one of the things you really worry about, because yeah. I have a few friends that that's happened to. Yeah. Where they didn't like stick to the script, and then mm-hmm. they completely got you know. But I was uh, Gabriel really, to his credit, um, wanted me to be as me as I possibly could be. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so. that's cool. That's badass. The only yeah. thing with with the show is that don't be raunchy and vulgar, right? No cussing or whatever. You, well, yeah, but like even that, like then they were a little bit more open because Gabriel is such a force. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's he's so bankable as far as especially Comedy Central and his brand, mm-hmm. the way that they've worked mm-hmm. together. He's so bankable that like it was just kind of he had That's a cool. lot of control. And how how did he um, how is uh, like the environment around him like when you're on on set and everything? Oh, well, you know, he's he's in charge of everything. Yeah. So every everybody's like, you know, but he's also like the thing about Gabriel is he's very nice. He's very uh he's not like head tripping. Some people say he is, but I think that's just because he's not a pushover at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think people see him on TV and they think like, you know, oh, he's just going to be nice all the time and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so comics will meet him and they'll kind of try to be like, you know, hey, put me on your show. And it's like, Ugh. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he'll skirt, <laughs> like he'll yeah. stop that. And once he decides you don't have access to him, you don't have access yeah. to him anymore. And that's what it is. So people, nothing will drive people more crazy. I'll tell you the people that have gone the craziest on me on social media are the ones that I blocked. Mm. Like as soon as you block them, they hit a whole nother level of crazy. Yeah. I wonder if, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's it. Like it always just maddens them. Yeah. Like they don't have the fucking little button to push on you anymore. Like it's, it's fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. It's weird that people are like that. I think it's kind of goes back to people not being really happy with themselves, so mm-hmm. they're just mm-hmm. putting it outward. Yeah, it's just fucking all day, every day. I used to uh, on Twitter. Um, I don't use it as much anymore. But instead of blocking them when they gave you the option to mute, mm-hmm. I love that one because <laughs> then you don't even give them the satisfaction of um, oh, they're gonna take a screenshot. I love post yeah. it or something. Yeah, like. I love muting too. Once mm-hmm. I figured that out, I'm the same way. I'm just like, yeah, anything I don't want to hear, I just mute that just person, mute and now I never hear it. Yeah, it's it's like that episode of um, it makes them Black feel Mirror. like I have a, a, a degree of self control that I don't have. <laughs> yeah. You know, because if I did see, I would probably say something. Yeah. But since I don't see, I'm like, have you seen that episode of Black Mirror? Yeah, where the blocking. The or yeah, where it's just fuzz. And yeah. Hear each other. Do you ever have you ever seen that show? No. On Netflix. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Right. So good. Without it's giving anything amazing. away, I mean, Black Mirror is a great sci-fi show. Mm-hmm. There's every episode is different. So one of the episodes, it's um, a couple, right? Yes. It's a couple. With the... and, and, and this is like sci-fi, so it's like in the future. Mm-hmm. And you have this uh, option to block somebody when they're pissing you off. <laughs> so yeah, there's no in front of you, but now they're like pixelated and shit. <laughs> and all you hear is, woo, 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 woo. and you'll be in front of him. You go to sleep next to him, whatever, but they're blocked until the morning. I'm blocked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a trippy episode, though. Yeah, no. The whole uh, show. But you know, like, I don't, I've heard about Black Mirror, and I know that it's supposed to be sort of like a t- uh, new school version of the Twilight Zone in yeah, a way. Exactly. Like, you know. Uh, but I know that like some people have said it's really trippy and I try to stay away from certain stuff like that because I feel like our world is already built to make you paranoid. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, like I have a true. friend or a, a friend that I'm following on social media right now and I really love her and I hope she gets it together and I hope she gets on medication. But uh, she's she's going through this weird thing on her stories, and it's been for months now. Like a meltdown type of thing. Complete. Yeah. And um, but she like talks about you know like um, all this stuff that's making her paranoid. You know, and it's not like she doesn't say like it's making her paranoid. Like she legitimately thinks that these people are like you know there's a lady outside recording me right now, and it's like yeah, Ooh. there very well could be somebody outside recording right yeah. now, but they're probably just like you. Mm-hmm doing their Facebook Live or whatever, you know? It's like you see somebody sitting in a car. Well, that happens all the time, but usually you just don't think anything of it, you know? like So, like she mentioned about her hotel room, like, you know, they deactivated the key when she left in the morning, and so she thought something weird was going on or whatever. And for me, that's just a frustration. It happens all the time at a hotel, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, you know, especially, like, the shittier motel you're at, the more likely your key is to get deactivated in the morning. And then you go to the front desk, and they're like, oh, did you have it by the cell phone? No, I've done this a lot of times. It wasn't by the cell phone. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't. Did you go through a metal detector? No. It's just that your fucking system sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lady Is she a comic? Asked me, yeah. Uh, the lady asked me not too long ago at a hotel. Uh, she was like, did you have it near your wallet or uh, or your cell phone at all? And I was like, you mean like anywhere logical? <laughs> 
Because <laughs> yeah. it was like, yeah, of course. I mean, like the phone we know, but a lot of them okay. don't like deactivate from the phone anymore. Right. So, you know, I stay at a lot. So I know that a lot of them don't deactivate from the phone anymore. Mm-hmm. And then my wallet, that's not one I even heard of. She was like, yeah, your <laughs> credit cards can deactivate. <laughs> oh, my God. So where am I supposed to put this? Yeah. And I just felt like, you know, do you have a special holder <laughs> that I can <laughs> use until... The carbonated oh. holder. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. But, yeah, so I see what she's going through, and I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't want anything. I don't need anything making me tick. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you're saying. It's Yeah, it's just like, you know, when like conspiracies, they could just get some people, and oh, then yeah. they just go on this rabbit hole, and it never ends. Yeah. And that's what their Facebook turns into, just conspiracy after conspiracy. YouTube, YouTube University. Yeah, you YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And, and like... like you know us. We yeah. love conspiracies. We, oh, yeah. You know, we've course. done it a lot on the podcast. But, um, yeah, some people have no control because now everything that they'll ever comment on your status is something about um, chemtrails and shit like that. and Flat Earth. Flat Earth. That's- I was with somebody that was talking to me about Flat Earth not too long ago, and um, that got annoying just in the way that it's like, <laughs> you know, well... I'd be making fun of anything right now. You know, like it was just something funny and you're acting like I'm attacking your religion in some way or like, you know, like that's how, you know, I know you're afraid of what I'm saying right now because what's the first thing you saw in kindergarten? A globe. Like they've been conditioning you since you were a kid. (laughs) Yeah. Why doesn't water or something, uh, you know, water doesn't. Yeah. The the sea level curve or whatever. I I don't know if Shaquille Neal's a flat earther, but. It was. I don't know if he was trolling, but they asked him. So they're saying that you believe in uh, flat Earth now. He's like, "Look, man, everywhere I've drove, that shit is flat as fuck." <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I think he's just trolling now. Yeah, that sounds like a Shaq answer. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, it it looks flat. Like him being him. It looks flat to me. Looks flat to me. <laughs> that and he's so fucking tall. I take his word for it. <laughs> he's like seven three. Yeah. I like Hollow Earth more. I like it more. Aliens come out of the middle of Earth. That Fuck one's that. cool. I like deep. O- I like the deep ocean kind of stuff, like that we haven't explored. There's like deep oh, ocean shit. bases and that, that's like, just scary. I think that shit's kind of cool. Fuck <laughs> yeah, dude. There's there's creatures that they discover all the time, like the one that changes colors and all. We have aliens in the fucking sea. What are you talking about? Chameleons. Yeah, have those on land. Have you seen the, like the squids change color? Like they go over the shit they're floating on, and it's like instantaneous. Yeah, I've seen like that. This. So if you're above them, you can't see shit. It just looks like little heat. A lot of comics like that too, bro. They change colors. Like they change uh, <laughs> just this like fucking callback. I hate you so much. Callback. Callback. Bring it around. Segue. Um, yeah, it, I, I'm the kind of person. One of the things I see here. Here's one of the things I like about you. You're you're very opinionated, and you know. You're like you're definitive on what you believe and what you stand on. Me, on Facebook, I'm so afraid of like, <clears throat> I like the conversations of having arguments because I've been through so many arguments where I've lost friends. Mm-hmm. Where now I'm just like, I'll post political shit here and there, whatever. But fuck, dude, like, don't you regret? Maybe some people are not in your life because of a dumb argument. No, because they needed to be gone. Yeah. Because if we can't have conversation, because I personally don't get mad at people. You can say something that's a polar opposite of what I think. And I'll just be like, you know, I'll, I'll 
take it in as much as I can and I'll, I'll see it. Like it's only people that are afraid of having their mind changed that are worried about hearing different opinions. It's yeah. because you're weak and you've been told that this is what you're supposed to believe. And so you believe that, but you don't have any actual basis to believe it. Like with me, I don't mind. And I tell people all the time, I do it on my podcast. I do it on my, my YouTube, any place people can see me, people will sometimes call me out on it and they'll be like, well, really you contradict yourself from what you said, uh, you know, maybe a month ago or something like that. And I'm like, so what my opinion, Opinion has changed in the month. Does that mean that I'm like a weak character or something? Yeah. Maybe I got new information. Uh, so now I think this way. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind that things change and I'm like, you know, okay, that does make sense. Yeah, it should be adaptable. That yeah. should be something that can, can constantly be changing. Well, especially with the world changing around you. Uh-huh. You know, like when I first came out, like, you know, well, when I first came out as gay, the world was a lot different than it is now. When I first came out, you know, or started doing comedy, uh, the way that comedians like dealt with gay was a lot different than it was now. So sometimes when my opinion changed, it changes, it's because like things have changed around me and now the world allows for this. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, or even with when race. Did, when did you come out? Uh, I came out when I was 17 years old, and I don't remember what year it was. (laughs) 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 If I was good at math, I'd probably be doing something else. (laughs) (laughs) So you were 17. Do you remember when, uh, like, around when you started doing comedy after you came out? Um, uh, when when I was doing comedy, I started doing comedy when I was. uh, It was. 2003 I think mm-hmm. it was right after Ellen's here and now mm. so I watched that and then I was like okay uh, like you know I should I should do this because I already was making my friends laugh so this 2003 mm-hmm. and uh, Queer Eye like one of my first jokes was about Queer Eye you mm-hmm. know Queer Eye for the straight guy and that had you know that was like a show at that time that was like groundbreaking you know mm-hmm. and uh, the the comics the one thing that I noticed when I first started doing comedy was the comics that were um, and it was 90 something when I f- came out you know what I mean I just can't remember the exact year um, but like um, with the way that what I noticed about comics was the comics that said fag on stage and everything like that, I wanted to be mad at them and I wanted to like not like them because I thought they were homophobic. I remember mm-hmm. thinking that when I first started doing comedy. But I kept my mouth shut because there were no blogs and I was new and I didn't want to fuck, you know, I didn't want to fuck anything up and it wasn't like it is now. So mm-hmm. I just kept my mouth shut and I kept my thoughts to myself and I just like observed everything and put up with like people's shit. Like, you know, the first time I went to the comedy store, I had one of the most like homophobic, uh, like actually hateful like things that was ever said about me on stage and like about gay people on stage in front of me. And it was like in reference to my set and me having gone up and stuff like that. And I just had to deal with it. The whole audience was laughing at it. Like it was mm-hmm. the funniest thing in the world, but really there were no jokes at all. Mm-hmm. It was just like how much this, this other comedian hated faggots. And mm-hmm. it, like the whole thing was just like this rant on like, you wow. know, faggots are fucking disgusting. And like, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, <fuck. laughs> you notice that quick, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna play with you guys. <laughs> You're gonna ask me a question. I'm giving you an answer. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it. 
there's double standards and everything. I mean, if a white guy starts doing that, <laughs> he's going to get videotaped. And uh. Well, no. <laughs> back in the day, nobody cared anything. That's nobody, true. Like, Holy nobody. Shit. Gay, or like, uh, like, any race could make fun of gay at that time, and yeah. it was completely okay. Nobody has any idea how many times I had to deal with uh, people calling me faggot, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, like, I would stand up for myself, but in some cases, you're going to look crazy. If you say anything, you're yeah. heckling another comedian, so now people aren't going to want you on shows. So in a lot of cases, I just had to be quiet and deal with it. I yeah. had to smile and I had to laugh along. Like, I can't tell you how many times I got bunches of fucking like video of people like wiping the microphone as a joke after I get off stage. Oh, wow. Like, that used to happen yeah. every, yeah. Uh, like, at least once a night. Because, yeah. you know, I would go up to yeah, and people would do it. I even have one on my, um, my YouTube where it was like I was in Oklahoma and somebody did that and that was like in 2013 I think it was mm -hmm. or maybe 2014 and like at that time it had been so long since it had happened that I forgot that that used to be just a regular part of my comedy experience mm -hmm. you know so when the person did it it was like a throwback even for me and it was like <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time yeah. you know but like the whole audience was fucking losing it mm -hmm. they were all fucking laughing yeah fucking it's it's such a I, I'm glad that I've lived in this lifetime where I've seen the before and where it's going and, and like I'll be honest with you I grew up hardcore religious mm -hmm. and I was homophobic but the kind of homophobic I was was um, I guess you could all bring it back to fear but mine was more like um, they're gonna fuck me they're all, they just want to fuck me right that was always my, <laughs> my fear. Like yeah I'm gonna get I'm, they're gonna they're trying to fuck me you know and um. And I remember when I was a kid, though, I was in fifth grade. And there was they this, fucked you. Yeah. <laughs> and you were right. They Dude. fucked you. <laughs> I used to get bullied, uh -huh. right? And so in my dumb, dumb head, I thought, okay, well, I need to bully somebody. And I found this gay kid named Marvin. Mm -hmm. And I tried to bully him, and he one day he got really mad at me, and we were by the swings, and he just ran up and kicked me in the balls. Oh. And I never mess with them again. <laughs> That's the way that fucking shit works. And when we grew up in middle school and high school, he was hella cool. Little, I think when when I started really opening up, what one of the things that got me out of Christianity mm -hmm. was the part where I started thinking like, is it really a choice? Is it you know? And I'm thinking, if it was a choice, then when did I chose to be straight? Yeah. And that hit me hard. Oh, a friend told me that. My Abel asked me that. He's like, when did I was trying to evangelize him, talk to him about God and this and that. And he's like, when did you choose to like girls? I'm like, oh, shit. I don't remember choosing. Yeah. It, was, it fucking hit me hard. And that's one of the things I have. Like when I get Christian people say, come back to church, Freddie. And, you know, because I used to be a worship leader and hardcore Bible thumper and everything. And, and then I ask them questions like that and they can't answer it. Mm -hmm. They say, oh, God's just a, he's a just God and he's going to judge him. And I'm like, you're, you don't know what you're talking about. You have no idea what you're talking about. There's a way to explain yourself all around it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like you try at least. I, I, it's so hard right now because gay people will act like you're being anti-gay by admitting that, like you know, none of us wanted to be gay. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I didn't want to be gay when I was younger. I used like, you know, I do a bit about it, but it's just the truth. Like, you know, I did used to pray every night that God would make me normal. And I used to cry sometimes, you know, like a lot of times I would cry because I just wanted to be normal. We're Catholic. Uh, yeah, I was raised Catholic. But, mm-hmm. you know, wow. just uh, even if you think about it, religion aside. Yeah. It was like, you know, you wanted to like, you know, just hang out with the other guys and be, you know, regular like them and mm-hmm. not have to, you know, like all always knowing that eventually one day you're going to have to come out of the closet one day you're going to have to like risk you know and like I, since I didn't know what gay was uh, when I was younger I, I thought that I was trans but I didn't know that it was trans just when I was young my sister told me uh, that um, girls like boys and boys like girls and if you don't like girls then you must be a girl and so like in my head like at that moment I felt like I'm a girl Yeah, (laughs) and then like you know so then I had that like on my on my mind like I remember being like you know 11 12 like those ages and just thinking like you know one day I'm gonna be a girl like you know Mm -hmm. I guess I'm meant to be a girl yeah so I mean that's and then when did you find out that that's not really what you felt like inside uh, then, then this, like, you know, some people, again, would get upset with it. And I just put these disclaimers. I don't really care, but I just don't ever want people to, like, hit on, like, uh, social media and be like, you know, oh, well, here's something you hadn't thought of or you forget about this. It's like, no, I know, like, you know, but, like, um, like, um, I, I, I kind of question sometimes when people are quick to start like having their their kids physically start tra- their transitions mm. you know like at early ages mm-hmm. because like for me once i realized which was probably about 15 when i actually realized like oh you can just be gay Mm-hmm. Like, you can just yeah. be, you know what I mean? Because, like, before then, I knew the term gay, but gay was just an insult. Like, you know, before yeah. you know about sex, you don't know what gay means. Right. Because you don't even know that there's a sexual component to it. You know, you just think it's just being a sissy, mm-hmm. which is, when I was younger, a lot of times what they would say, you know, like, you're a sissy, you can't throw a ball, you can't, you know, like, you thought that that's what it was. And then, like, once you realize what it is, and then, you know, like, there was these two kids, uh I, Bobby and I can't remember the other one's name and they were actually in a relationship together and they would both get like tormented and you know like uh, bullied Mm -hmm. uh, at our school but like for me I would just be like you know oh I didn't know that you could actually like they're together that you can just be gay Mm -hmm. and then once I realized that then I was like I'm so glad I'm not a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going to save me a lot of... Because <laughs> I don't even know what I had to do, you know? I <laughs> like, just was like... <laughs> be a lot of work. I yeah. saved a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. I thought you saved money by switching to Geico. <laughs> <laughs> you ever talk about that? Like how about... You thought you might have been trans on stage? I've never talked no? about it on stage, and I will at some point. Okay. I plan to eventually talk about everything on stage. Yeah. You know, but... That's the goal, right? Yeah, it's like finding the way to, you mm-hmm. know, like you asked me before the podcast if there's anything that I stay away from, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, there's certain things that I haven't talked about yet, but eventually we'll get to all of it. Like, yeah. that's the way I feel about everything. Yeah, maybe one day I'll talk about Marvin kicking me in the balls when I was a kid for trying to bully him. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Marvin. He was no sissy. Yeah, Marvin <laughs> gave it to you. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he did. Um, you never fucked with him again, though. No, but I fucked him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder what happened. Do you ever look up friends, like elementary or middle school friends? or Once yeah, in a while. In yeah, while? I go down that rabbit hole every once in a while yeah. and see who ended up marrying who. Yeah, who's You know, because sometimes you're like, oh. Yeah, they got married. They actually stayed together. They're yeah. still together, or you know, like are they like a successful person and all this shit? But a lot of the kids that I was friends with uh, got wiped out in an accident. What? Yeah, Whoa. that's a, a, oh, like just something that happened, and you know where I grew up. Um, it was like a couple years after I left, uh-huh. and you know, like the, the way we grew up was like you know. Um, pickup trucks and you know what i mean like that kind of stuff and so like you know it wasn't uncommon for everybody to pile into a fucking truck and uh there was some drinking going on and i think it was uh, they got hit by uh, the truck got hit by a train like they tried to beat the the train on the tracks which Mm -hmm. you know wasn't the smartest thing but also wasn't the most uncommon thing in my town either you know there's train and tracks and every once in a while people are like yeah i'm gonna fucking Uh, gotta live a little so they fucking decide to do it and just, the thrill. Yeah. Just a thrill yeah. of it. And so, you know, but that was after I had left. Damn. You know, I wasn't in that town so, anymore. So a bunch of kids like post high school. Yeah. Getting ready to start their lives in was Arizona. It a, was it a small town in Arizona? Not tiny. Like, you know, it felt tiny at the time, but like 30,000 people. Yeah. Uh, it's a town called Casa Grande. Okay. Yeah. So, or a city or community. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I say town and I have friends that are from actual towns. Like one of my friends, his name's Eric. And he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm from a town. We have one stoplight. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you're right. I'm not from a town. Yeah. <laughs> like we have an actual main boulevard and, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Fallon, Fallon, Nevada or Fernley. Would that be a town? Yeah. Yeah. It's like. That's Podunk. Or you grew up Indian Springs. I grew up. I grew up in Indian Springs, so like uh, twenty five miles northwest of Vegas. Okay. And uh, it was like no street signs. The only thing out there was it was a highway, and then on the other side was like uh, the, the Creech Air Force Base because now now this can't get any bigger, so they're all building out there in the middle of the desert. And then across this highway was just a, like a gigantic trailer park, <laughs> and it was. Uh, <clears throat> but there was I had fifteen people in my graduating class. Wow. But I went through K through 12 at the same school. Can you imagine? So like 15 people, that's, that's kind of like what you're saying. is like such a small town and most of them are not here anymore. It's crazy. Probably had like at max like 1,200 people in the town. Damn. It was yeah. Like small. No, that just happened to be the people that I hung out with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. So it was just, you know, that was unfortunate. And like, you know, it was a kind of situation where, Damn. you know, it's not like now where you have Facebook and you have cell phones and mm-hmm. like all that shit, you know, just... um my mom ended up uh i don't my mom's always been the kind that reads the obituaries you know like oh, she's fuck. she always tells my dad so and so died you know oh, <laughs> she's yeah. like and so she's always been that type and so um you know it was a big enough incident that it actually made the phoenix newspaper yeah. where they talked about it because it was tragic you know yeah. and it very well might have been while everybody was still in high school cuz i um stopped going to high school you know when i was i think 16 yeah yeah i dropped out a lot yeah and then eventually got my gd but yeah. i got my gd too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but i mean like and you know when i was younger like young young people used to like um bully me uh, you know or 
call me gay, that kind of stuff. But then by the time I got to like, you know, junior high, I was pretty good at masking it. And I dated a lot of girls and that did all the stuff that you're supposed to do so that people would think you're straight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I had, I'd figured that out. And then, um, then I, I left and then like, you know, I came out like shortly after Mm -hmm. I quit school and then it was like, you know, yeah, I have a friend that we were so close around 14 and 15 and we always felt like he was gay or something. Mm-hmm. And then, but we were com- so fucking confused because he would get all the girls from us, man. He would get all of them. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even, we tried to scam with a girl. He would scam with them first. But like, you're, I, fuck, I almost, I don't want to say his name, but I'll tell him um, to listen to the podcast. But um, bro, we grew up, years passed. He got married. He was married longer than me. I, I've been married 13 years. He was like probably 15 years Eventually, recently, in recent times, he, I don't know what the story is, but he didn't come out publicly, but he got divorced. And then I saw him on Instagram with a guy. Um, they came to my show in Reno and this and that. Where he, are you from? Reno. Oh, you're from Reno. Reno, okay. yeah. And finally, um, he posted something on Instagram one day and said he came out officially. And um, it's crazy, like a whole life, like in She's his 30s. She's living her truth. <laughs> She's living her truth. It's, it's finally happened. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, after thirty something years, can you imagine? Oh yeah. Holy shit! Are you glad you came out pretty young? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, like I came out when I was seventeen, and that was considered young back then. Now you have kids coming out, you know, grade school. Yeah. Well, I, it's almost to a point where people don't really officially come out anymore, right? Yeah, you, you just don't know. need to. Like uh, the guy I'm with, uh, he's you know. He said that he never actually came out. The way he saw it was like, mm-hmm. you know, his brother never made an announcement mm-hmm. to bring anybody home. Yeah. So when he, you know, was in a relationship, he just brought the guy with him like it was anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what town? What, a small town also? or bigger? No, he's Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. So, and, you yeah. know, he's um, 27. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Know. Cool. And, dude, and I'm so fucking stoked you live here in Vegas now. So am I. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, you just I moved really here am. about a month ago. That's right. Yeah, he was talking to me about this before. Have you met Ian before, by the way? Uh, L- L.A. Comedy Club with Bobby Wayne. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're outside talking. <laughs> Swinger clubs. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah that shit was funny. Dude, um, yeah, with Bobby Wayne's thoughts, uh, mm-hmm. talking about swinger clubs and all that, you you cracked me up. You were like, um, if, I, if, if it's a, a gay... <laughs> Swinger club or something, and there's only five. I'll be like, slow day. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude. Oh yeah, because he was saying something about yeah, f- uh, <laughs> fucking so, five people or yeah. something. And it's like, in a gay one, you're like, yeah, that's a slow night. <laughs> it's Tuesday. I heard, uh, I heard that episode with Bobby. So good, dude. Great episode. And I'm, I'm more than halfway on Jocelyn's episode yeah they both were great but both were long because we actually had a lot of stuff to talk about and i just felt like you know usually i try to cut them at about an hour Mm -hmm. but i was having such good conversations and so much fun talking to them and then later on i was like i don't want to edit any of it out i'm just going to post it exactly the way it is and people can take it in chunks or do you you edit sometimes um for a while i did um, me too in the beginning i did yeah for a while i did and then like if if somebody really feels dumb about something that they 
said, I'll yeah. I'll go in and take that out for them. Yeah. You know, like because sometimes people will just say something stupid. Yeah. And then I've had times where I've scrapped entire episodes because I felt like some of my friends were going to hurt their careers. Mm. And uh, you know, people aren't used to um, podcasting. Sometimes they just name drop like a motherfucker. Yeah, and I'm not that uh, mm. like you know, I'm not a person that's desperate for people to listen to my podcast. So I mean, like you know, I probably could get. Some good numbers off of fucking with my friends, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like letting them kill them, you know, mm-hmm. ruin their careers or whatever. Because like some of the shit people have said, because I'm so open with everything that sometimes people like get in that spirit, and then they'll say some stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that isn't good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Let me talk. Like and this that. is your podcast, unbothered by Ty Rivera. Unbothered by Ty Rivera, wearing a huh. lot of makeup in that picture. <laughs> Bam. How many? <laughs> how many episodes are are you in? Oh, you don't number them, do you? No, I don't even think like I don't even think some of them you can listen to anymore. Oh, that's right, because on iTunes it, it you can't go back on this. Where, where do you upload it through Lipson or? Uh, SoundCloud. Oh, okay, I, maybe in SoundCloud you could go back. Let me see. Huh. Let's see. So the bottom would be the oldest. Yeah. On the opening episode. Oh, this might be the opening episode. Yeah, Yeah. with Carmen. Carmen Morales and Zach Elk. That's when Zach Elk was my sidekick, motherfucker. (laughs) 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 That fucking turd. Is he still... um, We're good friends, but I just give him a hard time all the time because, like, he had two podcasts that he was... Like, really, Zach was a good friend. Like, what happened was I hit him up one day and was like, how hard is it for me to, you know, set up my own podcast? And then he was like, you know, he did everything and was like, come by. And he worked for a radio station. Oh, uh, shit. You know, so, like, the the first episodes were done in the one of the actual studios. And so... um, so he got me all hooked up, and then he was like, you know, so he. But then he, because he was doing the other podcast, he realized that the commitments commitments were too much to having two podcasts and a full time job, and so then he, you know, said that he was gonna since he was already committed to the other one beforehand, he was gonna have to um, cut mine off or you know not be able to be a part of mine anymore. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I did an episode where I talked shit about him, <laughs> but it was all just like being stupid. <laughs> yeah, he like it was, you know. <laughs> I have a surprise uh, here on Thanks for the Invite podcast. We have a surprise callers, except we call them and they don't call us. Oh, it's kind of crazy. Hello, uh, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, w- this is the podcast where we call our listeners, even though you're not really listening. How you doing? Oh, shit. I'm good, man. This long time fucking long- bitch. I know who this is. is. Ah. Long time listener. <laughs> so fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is this the game show? Good day, gay. How's your day? <laughs> yeah, it sure is, bro. Oh, I hate him so much. You know, he did this to me. Uh, he called me on his podcast. Um, that's that podcast. Uh-huh. And, and he he called me and I was like, you're so lucky I didn't fucking say something I shouldn't have said as soon as I answered the phone. Because, you know, for we real. say the worst shit to each other because we've been friends forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Chris Storen for anybody that's listening. Yes. And- Chris Storen, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yeah. 
guys. How's everybody doing? Good, bro. I got Ian right here. You remember Ian, right? My co-host. What's up, dude? Ian, hell yeah. What's up, bro? Yeah, What's bro. Up? What's up? And then uh, you guys, kicking it. We're kicking it, bro. We're over here with Ty. Uh, Ty is one of the first official episodes we're relaunching. We've taken a long break. TGIF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate him. So TGIF. Much. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a fucking douchebag, bro. Um. Thank I, God it's Friday. Oh no, no. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Thanks for. TFTI. Oh, no, no. I was going to yeah, correct you, but I, I was going to fuck it up, too, I think. <laughs> TFTI. It is it is TFTI. It is. Well, TMI. TMI. Let's call it TMI, that now. TMI. That's the new podcast. What's up, bro? Where What's you up, at, you man? Guys? You guys doing all right with Ty there, or is he cramping your style? <laughs> no, we're doing great, bro. You're fucking stupid. I'm going, <laughs> I've gone okay, social bro. justice warrior, so I'm just here to, I'm just here to audit <laughs> I'm here to audit the podcast and to see if they're on the right track or not. You're the auditor. Oh, it's over. Yeah, but I'm militant. I've I've decided that I'm all the way SJW, so everybody has to right. walk on eggshells around me. I'm ruining lives. Stop. <laughs> I'm Bro, ruining lives. Um, Chris Dorian, uh, we went to visit him. Uh, like two years ago, mm-hmm. and we got so fucking drunk on was that Irish whiskey? What Jameson? Uh, Jameson. Jameson. Remember, it was for my birthday. Yeah. We got so drunk, and we we're kicking outside his um, in his balcony, uh-huh. and he was just going off on how much you're his best friend and how much he loves you. Yeah, was that's I? unfortunately true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are actual. Yeah, <laughs> that's because uh, we met each other like when we were brand new in comedy, yeah. like brand new, brand new. Oh, wow. and you know, n- nobody would want to talk to me because I, I was a fag, and nobody wanted to talk to him for basically the same reason. <laughs> 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 oh shit! <laughs> I'm like, where's he going with this? Oh, shit. Slam! God damn! damn. That's the Jameson, will ya? <laughs> but no, he was new, you know, and uh-huh. so like he was new, and I was new, and then like you know, and he started off like that's why I always tell people like you can't you shouldn't jump on people when they're first getting to know you because some people are like first being like really exposed to that because he was like you know and he doesn't mind admitting it we talked about it on my podcast like back then he was kind of homophobic he wasn't used to being around a gay person especially somebody that was as open as me Mm -hmm. and then like you know through the beginning of our friendship we worked through (coughs) it fast though yeah like yeah it wasn't like you know it was like a fucking long process you guys have uh, did you guys ever have some fights though yeah. 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 For sure. Hell yeah. 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 I mean, we, we, yeah, we've been, we've been friends and enemies before, frenemies, whatever you want to say. You know, yeah. we, we, we fucking, we've downright hated each other. We, I, I've traveled with this, I've traveled with this dude for like 28 hours in a car to Texas. All right. <laughs> yeah, we were coming back to the Bay Area, and Twice. I was trying to make it. Uh, and I was trying to make it in time for this show, but Storin was like, "I've done the math. There's no way we're making that show." And I was like, "We have to try for me to make it to this show." So we both put our listen fucking to how bo- he sounds. Like he's like, "Oh, we have to try." No, no, no. We're gonna make it. Story. We're gonna make it. <laughs> He's, he's not I don't lying. care if it's only 24 hours in the day. Okay? We're going to make it 25. 
<laughs> it'll be fine. We'll park, we'll take a piss, and then we'll just do the show. <laughs> yeah, and here's the worst part about it. I, I had uh, gigs booked in the Bay Area, like, <laughs> right after that. You know what I mean? So I was staying at his house after that. So yeah. we get to fucking Oakland, and we hate each other. Like, we both hate each other. But because I'm supposed to be there, and I was supposed to, like, you know, stay at his place the whole time... <laughs> We're both staying in the same house, not oh talking God. to each other. Wow. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to tell you guys right now, that shit might as well have been the hate crime hotel. Because he was, he was about to get hate crime. That's how much I... That's how much... We would pass each other, like, in the hallway or, like, you know, between the two rooms and stuff like that. We'd pass each other and yeah. not just, like, completely oh. get out of each other's way. Like, yeah, fuck you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. For real. Oh shit! But then you know, after <laughs> after like the first maybe week or five days, yeah. we 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 made friends again. That's the best, man. <laughs> I I feel like when you have really big, huge fights, and if you could overcome it, you become such good friends. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you know what I'm gonna tell you? Like at that time too. Like I think my my homophobia came from graduating high school in '98, saying fag all the time with your boys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not even nowadays you say it and it's not like you're talking shit. You're just you're just BSing with your friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a uh, it's weird to like have gone through. Uh, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like you know, like you don't have hatred for the person. You just don't want everybody else to think you're a fag. That's that was my mentality at that time. Right. Right. And now I, I don't care. Whatever. Uh-huh. You know, that was our first actual like, you know, when we first became friends, that was our first having to deal with the homophobia was he didn't want to come in my come into my house with me, the house that I was living at. Because he didn't want my roommates mm-hmm. to think that we were together. And so, like, I was mad and I was like, I wouldn't fuck you. They do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I don't feel so bad. So so he was like me thinking that everybody wanted to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Well, you get, I mean, they, they stare at you. Like, they give you a stare. They will stare at you. you sort of like you were staring makes... at Blue Iris's tits, like that kind of stare or a different one? That, that kind of stare, for sure. Yes. Yeah, anybody that's listening You're just to this, Google in. Blue Iris. She was, was that old porn star. Yeah, right? she was the oh. granny porn star. Do it on my neck! <laughs> <laughs> and she was always at the comedy store when we first started going there, and Chris Storen was uh, one time Google got eye busted. Google-eyeing her titty. She, well, she's like has... She, you guys, she had these uh, huge, she gave giant, look granny titties. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we were <laughs> oh, looking at her. Titties, but they're also like in a, in a, like a blue lace dress. So yeah. they were just like, you know... The nipples were there, but they were to her knees, but they were there. <laughs> and it was like this hypnosis that happened. And then I look down at them and then I look up and Blue Iris is staring right at me. Uh, she's staring at me right now, bro. She's in, she's on the, the I TV. told you that look is similar to the look she gave him when yeah. she caught yeah. him because he made I, I was there. I yeah. saw the whole thing go down at the comedy store. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Yeah. But I, but, you know. This is why I don't like these fucking SJWs and stuff like that that do go after Ty and do go after things. Because at a time when he could have told me to go fuck myself and really just just kick me to the curb as a friend because I wasn't understanding of it, he forgave me. Mm-hmm. Silently, silently forgave me. I didn't know he was forgiving me at the time. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I pretend like I don't forgive people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like yeah, people you, to stay a little but, bit. Like, <laughs> but it was it 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 taught me a lot. Yeah. You know, with with patience, it taught me a lot. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like I learned, eh, you know, that yeah. ain't so bad. I mean, hey, I, I'm not mad at him for being gay, uh, but he. I'm, True piece of shit, though. True piece of shit. <laughs> That's why I'm mad at him, you know? Chris, so did you stay outside of the house? You didn't want to go inside then, or? No, he went in and no, met no, the I, penguin. Yeah. yeah. It was just, it was, it was just, it wasn't that I didn't Throwing do any of that, around. but I was hesitant. I was hesitant. <laughs> Uncomfortable and hesitant, you know? Yeah. Just because you grow up and that's, that it's just looked at differently when we went to school. Yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to be the old man, but it significantly has changed for the better now. You know what I mean? Was it 2003, Chris? Is that when we met or was it 2004? I was trying to, I, I was telling them earlier, but I couldn't remember. 2003. I started okay. in, I think, February. I was coming around to the store. Yeah, you were like two weeks after me because I, I remember I moved to uh, L.A., like f- officially got there like February 14th. It was uh, Valentine's Day. So, oh, so it was in L.A. I was thinking this was all in the Bay. No, we met in L.A. Oh. Settle down, bro. I don't want these dudes knowing we met on Valentine's Day, dog. Like, stop. <laughs> no, your stop fucking slacking that. ass didn't show up till like two weeks later, remember? Or maybe a week later. You were you yeah. were after me. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yeah. So Ty, Ty lives in Vegas now. And you were telling me uh, about a year ago that you want to move out here. You still going to move out here? I'm planning on it, man. I'm uh, I'm working on it. My lady's down. Um, I just gotta just gotta get some shit straight before I get out there. I'm getting married in August. So, oh, gotta um, get some shit straight before you can come out here. Still fucking homophobic. Oh, come on shit. now. I get it. You gotta get your shit straight. All right, I'm I'm cool. I'm done. Hang up. I gotta mind my <laughs> I gotta mind my P's and LGBTQs. <laughs> God damn. That's, that's, yeah, man. Congrats, bro. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So once we get married after that, then we can talk about the move and stuff. I want to go out there and visit you guys and um, take you guys out to Cha-Cha-Chas. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Dude, Freddie took us to Cha-Cha-Chas. It's, I think we went there, Ty, didn't we? Did we go there? No. It's, it's a told, Cuban I, tapas place. I suggested you take your man there mm-hmm. last time you guys were in San Francisco. Mm. It's um, a great this is, spot. It, it's hella good. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's, it's right across the street from Milk Bar. It, which one did we, we went to one on Hate Street, right? Is it Mexican yeah. food or what? what it's is Cuban. It? It's like Cuban oh. and Spanish tapas. Cha Cha Chas. Yeah, it's Cha Cha Chas, uh, San Fran. Damn, Freddie fucking turned into Lucy's husband hella quick. It's yeah. Cuban. It's, it's Cuban. Cuban. Yeah, see, it's like, oh, yeah. and then the main thing they're known for is their sangria. Do you drink, yeah. Ty? Rarely. This sangria is like they have drugs in it or something. It's yeah, so yeah. fucking hungover. Yeah, that shit's got that. That shit's got turbinol in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking lush Pico when gram. I do drink. I don't drink very often, but when I drink, I drink. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. Ty got all fucked up at my house. I'm gonna tell this story, Ty, because you know I was fucked up on that same balcony talking about how you're my best friend. <laughs> Ty was on that balcony, and this is how much of a pro he is. We have our trash cans right off the balcony, and he was all fucked up. He, dude, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it, but he fucking hobbled his drunk ass out there, corked over the balcony like Steph Curry, and made it into the fucking camp. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
I mean, true, <laughs> true pro shit. Wow. Did you keep drinking afterwards? I, I was done drinking because, like, yeah, we had a long drive in between. Oh, in shit. Between, but I wasn't dry. You know, like, yeah. Chris fully took care of that. Like, he wasn't drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and who did we have with us, Chris? Who was, what was the other guy? Uh, Jesus Cruz. Oh, yeah. Jesus, Jesus you, Cruz. You remember Jesus? I remember uh, he Jesus. He was in Vegas for a little while. Yeah. Jesus is dope, man. Yeah, good dude, man. Yeah, I was watching... Um, one of the videos that uh, from Gravel Pit, and it was under his channel on YouTube. Oh yeah, he came through one day and did all that. He's really good at the. Uh, he, he studied film and television and just how to operate a fucking camera. He's your guy, you know. Yeah. Hey, oh, you know what? Jesus was on the podcast when you were on the podcast. Remember we did it at the link, and we had Jesus on it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did it. We did it right outside of Fuku Burger. Yeah. Fuck you, burger. Mm-hmm. You got to try that place, dude. Fuku Burger is amazing. That, that place is good. I can't, man. I've I've eaten like an animal since Thanksgiving. <laughs> really? Are you still skinny? No. No? No. It's sadly coming back. I got to get on it, dude. Last time I saw you were so it. thin, bro. I know. Yeah, he did lose a lot of weight. When we went to Arepas? Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, about thirty pounds. But on my little ass, thirty pounds is a lot, you know. <laughs> and if I gain it fifteen back, it's a lot. It oh yeah, like I'm thirty lot, pounds so. heavier than my usual right now too. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you'll lose that quick with your fucking regimen shit. I'm eating six almonds today, one <laughs> strawberry. <laughs> I was watching. Fucking I was watching one of Ty's uh, videos. My bag of six exact almonds. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Today's one. Today's a cheat day. I had seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching one of your YouTube videos on how to eat healthy on the road. Uh huh. How to carry your own bowl and then make your own stuff yeah. just in the micro, dude. Till this day, I do that now at work. Sometimes if I'm in a rush and I don't have time to take uh-huh. lunch with me, I bring my little empty glass uh, Tupperware, mm-hmm. and I'll go. I, I'll, I'll figure something out at a fast food place. And I, st- I know it's still fast food, yeah. but at least I'll take the carbs out. Like, I'll get me a breakfast yeah. muffin, McMuffin at, at, uh, at uh, McDonald's or whatever, get me two of them or whatever, throw it in my bowl, take the breads out. Oh, so it's healthy now. It's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's low carb. Yeah, it's, it's low, low carb. carb, which is what you need to, like, if you want to, because, you know, we're not all going to be healthy, but we could be skinny at least. <laughs> like you, at least. Yeah. Yeah, Freddy, just because you're not that, healthy like, doesn't mean you shouldn't be works. good to look at. <laughs> oh, yeah. The low carb oh, shit's yeah. the way to go. Ket- it, ketosis. Is, the, is that what you were doing, Chris? Pretty much. I yeah. mean, like, I, I'll I'll fuck around every once in a while, but I usually try to stick to it as as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, no bread, fucking Hell just yeah. take keep flour out of your diet and shit, man. Cause that shit's anything yeah. with sugar. Look at the labels. I started looking at all the labels. It's fucking scary because them labels, man. Everything has sugar in it. Pasta sauce yeah. has sugar in it. It's a, it's a trip. You were telling me about that last time you came, dude. How you could try yeah. to go with something that's light and it has sugar in it. It says yeah. low fat or something. It has sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a trip, man. That's what's fucked up is you want sure. the fat too. You guys never, none of you guys ever met me when I was two eighty. Check me out, bro. Look how fat I was. I don't know if I, were wow. you big in Reno because you lost a lot of weight since I from when I met you to now. Yeah, I was. I how was many years bigger. Ago was that? This was in two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Yeah, I was. I was two hundred and eighty. I lost fifty pounds like in two years, and then I just been stuck now. 
like 230 and then I go back to up to 240 and then back down 230 and shit. It's because I'm taller, so it's like easy for me to, you know, but I'm still fat. I'm that, you not, get it, dude? I'm going to get it, bro. I'm going to get it. Do you do cardio? Um, not anything right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get back. I just started jump roping. Dude, Hello? a yeah. stripper just told me that. What, uh, because you were saying shit How much was she trying to charge you to make the watch? <laughs> yeah. Did, she, yeah. Did she tell you? Or, yeah, exactly. or was it one she offered? Was it like, just get on the table. What, Have you, you seen my jump rope show yet? <laughs> <laughs> What's this fucking athletic fucking strip club y'all are going to? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> cross tits LBAC oh. bro <laughs> Cross tits <laughs> Are you in CrossFit bro? No I'm in cross tits It's just the whole theme There's nothing but topless women doing shit Doing CrossFit moves Oh man Just watch a top, topless girl do two laps And that's a lap dance <laughs> <laughs> You go you, Have you got the jump rope show yet? No man Not yet <laughs> 24 hour fitting his dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, it sounds fucked up. I said, oh, the stripper. But yeah, well, she's a stripper and a comic. Um, she she just started doing comedy not too long ago. And she was telling me this jump rope is probably the best. Yeah. It's, it's better than, than running. Point. It's like twice as much, right? Yeah, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. But now I'm starting to do it because I like I've just gotten I did cardio for so long. Like, because, you know, sometimes I do pretty like, you know, I'll get super lean. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think 6.8 percent was the lowest I've gotten to. So I've been at 6.8 percent body fat, which like I wanted to get to 3 percent. But then mm-hmm. I actually looked at what 3 percent looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, like you really don't want to look like that anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you're definitely not fat when you're not even talking about weight. You're just talking about percentage. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know jump rope uh, was better than running. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be better it's, on uh, your joints, too. Yeah, it's less less harm on your knees. It's fucking, like, I feel like I have be- way better energy. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking springing all over the place after, like, doing, like, I, I after a fucking two weeks. The yeah. first few weeks, your feet are fucking bound up. And, like, <laughs> yeah, because that's what I'm at. I'm away, in the huh? first week. Yeah, I, I did the keto. I did the same thing, the low carb and all that. I lost, like, 90 pounds. Wow. Yeah, Fuck like, yeah. You, you lost a significant amount of weight, dude. You yeah. lost a whole person. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. But, dude, it's that low carb, man, that primal, that primal blueprint, that book I gave uh, you. That book. 90 pounds, dude. That's a fat Tyra Vera you just lost. Yeah. You know how? You know so much. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh did you have do you have loose skin or did it all go back to normal no i uh mine uh, came in pretty normal like i still have a little bit of uh like a little bit of a muffin top especially with the holidays and stuff that comes yeah. right back but uh not too bad on the loose skin uh-huh yeah it was uh like i ate a lot of uh it, it was a shitload of uh, like eggs nuts and i got a lot of collagen so like they were saying that like in that blue, primal blueprint it was like and one thing is like I didn't lose it like too fast. Uh-huh. One, one big one was uh, low impact cardio. Yeah, it's like well, I walked my dogs for like two hours. Like I would like do long duration stuff afterwards instead of just like a really crazy cardio session. I would just kind of spread it out over a long period of time. How long did it take you? Like how I got down in like eight months. Like eight months to lose like wow. ninety pounds. That's they, great. They, That's badass. Did you pull? Uh, go to my Instagram. I have that one that I. 
uh, before and after. Oh, okay. I'll look at it right now. Hey, wow, dude. Chris. Eight months, man. You just you have to be on that shit I constantly. Did. No yeah. breaks. No, no. It was uh, there was that's the thing too is like cheat days because it's like psychologically I think you need a little yeah break. Plus, it's also good to have a lot of like I liked it because I would have sugar, I would feel like shit, and then I would it would kind of reinvigorate the diet with me because it was like, oh, I feel better when I eat like this. So then it would, they would get less and less. Yeah, I can't deprive myself like for sustained periods. Like I can do six days and then I got to have an actual cheat day and then I can go back. Yeah, it's... Uh, Holy shit, bro. Yeah, that was doing a lot of jujitsu and everything too. I'll send you a picture mm-hmm. of this, um, of uh, Ian, bro. Chris, I'll I'll send you this. I've seen it. You showed me last time I was there. Yeah. We were talking about it last time, I remember, because I was just learning about keto back then. Oh, yeah. But the lowest I got to was welterweight. I got down to 170. Mm -hmm. That's like the lowest I can get to. Like usually with with still having energy. Yeah. But it was like, what was nuts is that keto is just like you fucking feel. Keto and then intermittent fasting, you wake up and you're just, you feel fucking slimmer like every day. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Like did you, you do the bullet coffee, or isn't that what it's called, bullet coffee? No, I did, because uh, I, I also went, uh, well, not with I, when I did keto. I did, like, uh, Kerrygold butter in my coffee, and okay. then just, like, black coffee. Which you ever done that. that, Chris? Yes, I've done the butter thing, which mm-hmm. I don't like the butter as much as I like the coconut oil. Yeah, coconut mm. oil is my shit. That was way, like, I just but used it a lot to cook. Rogan, he's talking about that on it shit. That's the, that's the real deal, right? Yeah, MCT oil. Mm, yeah, that's the that's the good shit, right? That's the same yeah. thing, but it's super refined, right? Yeah, that it also helps with uh, if you ever feel like keto flu, where you do like those three days low carb, and you get kind of like you feel kind of down. Like MCT oil kind of bring you back up without up in your. It's carbs. supposed to supplement a meal though. Don't eat with it, right? What? Like if you do the bulletproof coffee, the butter and the MCT oil. Yeah, like I, I would say no. It's because like, it keeps you full. It does satiates you, but it's mm-hmm. like it's more of like an energy buffer because it's mm-hmm. when you have keep caffeine, a lot of people just like spike really quickly with caffeine, mm-hmm. especially like black. But when you bind it with fats, it's like a longer, like a longer kind of a buzz. Yeah, you caffeine. do it in the morning and you're loading your body up with fat. It's gonna burn the whole day. Do you yeah. have the hiccups, you piece of shit? Are you hiccuping <laughs> into the phone right now? Me? No. Yes, because I heard twice you like. No, man, maybe it's Sprint or something. I don't fucking oh, know. Oh, now you're blaming fucking <laughs> Sprint. Sprint. All right, cool. What? Sprint gives you hiccups. What? It'll be the new commercial. What are you doing? Yeah, hear me now. <laughs> AT&T makes you gay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing tonight, bro? What's going on over there? Hey, I'm chilling tonight, man. Kicking back with my girl. We we watched a movie. We watched this weird movie on Netflix. Bird Box? X Machina. No, we didn't watch it. Oh, X Machina? She's yeah, fucking yeah, good. Yeah. You just correct them, bro? Crazy. Yeah. It's not yeah, Machina, I, bro. It's Machina. <laughs> Ex Machina. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was Machina because they were machines. Vinci <laughs> <laughs> <Finchy> machines. <laughs> and at the end, I mean, no spoiler alert here, but fuck it. I don't care. But the lady fucking left him. So you know, oh, Ex Machina. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Spoiler alert. <laughs> It's a good one, though. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's the one Joe Rogan never says. I have to watch it because we're in it. It's artificial intelligence, bro. Nice. I hate you so much. I hate all of you. (laughs) 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 And hey, Chris, uh, you got any plans to come to Vegas soon? I'll be there um, hopefully in January. Um, I just got a job. I might not be able to 
to do it. But I have to talk to the guy, and I already talked to him once, and he said, don't cancel any of your shit. Mm-hmm. So I haven't canceled anything. So okay. I'm probably going to come out there in January and do Edwin's uh, show Monday through Sunday. Sweet. I'm doing John Hilder's show, too, on, I believe, um, Comics Tuesday Battle or the, um, the Hooters. I think it's Hooters, yeah. yeah Do you know Hooters. what week that is? Uh, I'll tell you right now, yeah. It's the 14th, I think, January 13th or 14th. Let's see. Uh, Tuesday the 15th Okay. is, is when I'm doing uh, Hooters. Cool. Right on. Yep. And then I'm going to run over and do Planet Hollywood with Edwin. Just keep keep grinding, man. I'm sorry I... I've been trying to kick it with you, Freddie, but either it the just the 9 p.m. showtime kind of fucks you from tr- getting out to L.A. and when you don't have a car, also it's mm-hmm. fucked up. Like I can't get to L.A. Comedy Club on time. Yeah. After my show, because after Edwin's show, you know, you, you kick it, you you just gotta kick it. That's yeah. Hard. From yeah. Well, maybe on a Friday night we can hang out at the Dirty or something, or or just do our own thing. For sure. I mean, when I go out there, dude, I'm trying to. Move around and and uh, get into the community and do what I got to do. You know, yeah. move and shake. Are you moving and shaking? Is that what you're trying to do? Man, when I, now I'm fucking. When I shake, I make all the boys come to the yard. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta fucking. Well, I gotta. The only shaking I'm gonna do is jump roping until I fucking get this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try a jump rope and I'm gonna tell you guys about it. Yeah. Talk oh, about yeah. it, dude. There's a new one that I'm I'm buying uh, this week. I'm gonna buy it because like a jump rope, or like a special one or something. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's weighted one. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, and uh, it's it's eighty eighty eight bucks for two of them. Like they come like you get two of them, mm-hmm. and so uh, they're supposed to be different weights, and uh, they're it's supposed to be like the most effective ones. But you know. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would usually say $88 is too much for me to spend for jump ropes, but Christopher's mom gave me some money for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Wow. Yeah, I was like, okay, so this is what your mom's gift to me will be. Well, when you <laughs> Tell him the truth, Ty. You guys, this is how he works out. He takes two shake weights, he puts a rope around them, and then he jump ropes with that. <laughs> and the two shake weights are the handles, you know? <laughs> Shake weight. Shake weight fitness. Chris, thank you so much for um, uh, calling uh, calling into the podcast. <laughs> okay, we can do that. We can make we can make it like I call you guys. I like how you made this wow. into what you needed it to be. <laughs> like you slowly changed the story in front of witnesses and the person that it was. I love it too. I love it too. You're fired, but it's all good. We we appreciate you calling in. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Keep listening, and uh, we love you, man. Uh, Ian, Ian, Ty, and Freddie. I'll see you guys. I'll see you you guys when I'm out there, man. Hey, man. Miss you, bro. Love you, man. Uh, Please hit me up when you uh, when you come to um, Vegas. Don't don't not hit me up. No, I. I'll no, call you sure. soon. I'll talk Don't to you. Don't hassle the Hoff. Yeah, we'll get together again. We'll go get some fucking, uh, we'll get some empanadas uh, or something. Hell yeah. I want to drink some Irish whiskey with you, bro. I love oh, drinking with dude. you. Yeah. I don't drink no more because of you. Because of me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm just playing. Nah, yeah. It's all, it's all, all right, over, bro. But I'll still uh, kick it with you. Hey, for, for our three listeners, where can people find you on social media? Uh, at Chris Thorne. 
listen to my podcast that's that podcast and that's that's it man check out my new video coming out uh when you when do you put this out on new year's eve uh this is gonna come out in january because i'm relaunching and um so maybe in a couple maybe in the first second week of january all right. Well, if enough people watch my video because of your podcast, then I'll give you some of the residuals from that, Freddie. What do you think? Oh, shit. I would love Ooh. that. And then I'll take you out yep. to eat some empanadas and maybe take you to cross That's right. cross tits. Show you what cross tits is all about. We'll go do, eat some empanadas and jump rope together. Maybe we can double dutch with Ty. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Hang up on him already. He's, <laughs> He's talked enough. What's the name of your all podcast? Right. That's that podcast. Oh, That's cool. It. That's yeah. that podcast. Hell yeah. Yep. All right, brother. With my boy DNA. All right, guys. Say hi to Amanda for me, bro. We'll do. All right, bro. Later. Later. It's crazy. Um, we haven't even relaunched the podcast. People are calling in. It's amazing. <laughs> so, I hate you so much. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's crazy the way, the way, you know, it's word of mouth is the best publicity, you know. That's, uh, that's what I've always been told. <laughs> hey, have you guys seen this video, dude? I gotta show you this. Um, I just saw this yesterday, and it already got taken down on on Facebook. Check this out. It's no. it's. Uh, let me play it right here. All you're seeing is legs, and you already said no. No, I said I haven't seen it. It is ma'am. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Ma'am, once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. I actually said both of you guys. Right beforehand, you fucking said sir. Sir? Motherfucker, take it outside. If you want to call me sir again, I will show you a fucking sir. I apologize. Motherfucker. I apologize now. I need your corporate number because I'm going to talk, call them and talk about how I was misgendered several times in this store. I need your corporate number now. Get it for me now. Give me your corporate number. Well, I'm going to ask you for the fifth time to stop calling me a man because quite clearly I am not. And I apologize. I'm sorry for that, ma'am. I will get you that number. Is that okay? He just yes, get it for up. me now. He's I'm just mad. Get it for me now. I'm, I'm not cussing. I'm not cussing. She. She. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> That's the whole reason. Damn she's it. Mad oh, right God. Now. Oh, fuck me. I will get you that number right now. I'm a big angry lady. No, you're just going to keep bumping your gums. You're just going to keep bumping your gums and disrespecting trans people in this store, which I plan on telling the entire LGBTQ community. You're going to lose money over this. Fuck GameStop, brah. Yeah, for real. Fuck GameStop, first off. Let's back it up all the way to the beginning. I want to hear exactly what happened right there. At the, you know what I like? It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to take it out of the context because you don't know what was happening beforehand. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing. And then I didn't hear if the guy, and I do mean the guy, actually said, um, he, said sir. You know, like yeah. when she got upset. Uh-huh. You know. He did. I think he did. Okay, let's... And then he says... Um, but you're flustered, and, you know, she doesn't exactly have the most feminine look. Like, you don't know. Mm-hmm. 
There could be an honest mistake. I don't think he was trying to disrespect her. I think it was just a, a moment where you're shitting bricks, you're working for fucking minimum wage or close <laughs> to it anyway. <laughs> you know, it's like it's a rough situation all around, yeah. and now you're getting yelled at by this big, angry person, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, you know that everything goes viral now. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're watching this right now, which, yeah. you know, it hasn't gone crazy, so it's only oh, a 50. You're going to give me my fucking money back. Excuse me, sir. There's a young man in here. Watch oh, wait, wait. Okay, so this is uh, a uh, bystander. Oh. Right? Oh, shit. Because that's when she turns around. She's like, who the fuck you calling, sir? <laughs> oh, well, let's let's oh, watch this again. Let's see. <laughs> Will you not say that again? Yeah, like right. That. <laughs> <laughs> the way Freddie takes it down is ridiculous. What? That's who the fuck? Who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck? I did say she, I said she. She I said. Know, like you still did the, <laughs> the black points. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, God Just roll it. Let her play. You're gonna give me my fucking money back. Excuse me, sir. There's a young man in here. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. Yeah, yeah. So she said she called him a sir, and said there's a young man talking about the little kid over here on the side. Mm-hmm. So that's why she's like. But then, but she's a bystander as well, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So let's see if the employee actually says sir next, because that's what he. I thought you what said she guys. Loses guys, I think. <laughs> got me so confused yeah. right now. <laughs> you need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Ma'am, once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. No, he, that time he said both of you guys. He right beforehand, you. you fucking said yeah. sir. No, you're, you're just angry now. She called you sir, yeah, and she doesn't work there. Now you're blaming the GameStop employee, which the GameStop employee did not call you sir, ma'am. But before the video, it's I think well, I think so. If maybe. you keep going, he's like, quit saying man, and then he it keeps saying. At one point, he man. fucks up. She fucks up. She fucks up and says, "I'm not a ma'am." Oh, okay. She messed up, right? Yeah, she says, she, "I'm not a man." Man she and says, ma'am, uh, which I'm clearly not. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, "You keep calling me sir," which I'm she clearly like, not, and it's she like, like she's gonna beat his ass. Yeah, clearly that is cashier, debatable though. That cashier looks so fucking terrified. <laughs> oh, you, you, dude, you take your fucking PS4 to a GameStop, they'll give you like $14. What do you think they're fucking paying their employees? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he doesn't get paid enough to deal with this kind of shit. Yeah. I, I just traded in a bunch of fucking video games just so I could get Red Dead Redemption. Oh, nice. All, pretty much all my old video games. A lot. I probably How just, much is Red Dead Red Dead Redemption. It's only sixty dollars. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's only sixty dollars. But I traded in all these old PlayStation Three and probably oh, that's over six hundred dollars worth. But of course, it loses value. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, dude, GameStop is just going downhill, dude. They're yeah. just surviving on candy, selling candy now and shit. <laughs> you show up, yeah, they have like all these little things that have nothing to do with video games on the store. Mm-hmm. All that shit he knocked down. <laughs> she knocked down. Fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. God damn it. She's angry. Yeah. What are the comments like? Oh, Uh-oh. they're looking for YouTube comments. <laughs> That's terrible. So I know, they're always they're the worst, always but so the worst. So like, today's the 28th, okay? This just got re-uploaded because it got taken down from Facebook. Must be PMS, previous man syndrome. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first comment. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I want to be more grown up than this, but that's just the reaction I had on previous man's that was, that was good. Oh, she's the follow-up, not so much. Joanne Dillon, you should be proud of yourself. Yeah, dude looks like a lady. Not No, that's not. That was not. done without yeah, that. Yeah. Cut the fat. <laughs> Calls corporate. Yes, sir. Can we help you? <laughs> <laughs> You know that's likely to happen. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Wow, he knocked the stand out. It's a... She, bitch. Yeah. It's going to take some getting used to for our... I mean, look at me. I just fucked up a bunch of times. But what makes me fuck up is because of the deeper voice or whatever, you know? Well, that's why, like, I'm not joking when I say that she shouldn't have said, like, which I'm clearly not. Mm -hmm. It's like sometimes you have to accept that even when you're angry. Like, you know, my voice uh, over the phone sounds feminine. So, you know, and I know this, like, because I've been called ma'am my entire life. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it does get on my nerves when I'm trying to make a point and they keep calling me ma'am. But sometimes they'll do more for you if you're an angry lady. So, you know, (laughs) it works to my advantage. Yeah, where they're like, ma'am, we're really sorry you're going through this. And it's like, well, I'm just trying my best. (laughs) 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 And then they end up giving me like, you know. Uh, cable company gave me a hundred ninety eight dollar credit. That just uh, happened. Really? Yeah, and they were calling me ma'am through the whole thing, and I'm like, <laughs> just go I don't it. think they would treat a sir this way right now. Yeah. I think they really do feel bad that they've upset this lady to this degree. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta go with it. Yeah, I'm not gonna fuck with it. Dude, so so <laughs> I'm not gonna behave like her. She handled that horribly. You know, oh, like yeah. it's like you're the reason people are afraid of trans people. You know, because no. they see shit like this. It seems like the lady on the side kind of lit that, ignited that, and then she just kind of focused it on the cashier. Yeah, well, yeah. The, and the lady to the side, though, you know, but I got to say, I I wish more people would speak up when they saw people acting crazy, like legit crazy. Because yeah. tr- in this case, it's the trans person that's actually acting crazy. Mm-hmm. But I've seen where it's the opposite, and it's the person behind the counter that's acting like an asshole to everybody that yeah. comes up. Mm-hmm. And nobody mentions it. And I think more often in society, people need to start being like, no, actually, you're wrong right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we all agree you're wrong. You're not behaving in a way. Like, yeah, you can be upset, mm-hmm. but at the same time... At this point, it's rage, though. You ever rage? Yeah, out? you're kicking... Uh, oh, I, I'm <laughs> learning to really watch myself because, like, I know that I'm... I could be easily go viral. Yeah? Yeah, I get angry sometimes when people, you know, like... Fuck up! You, I, I've knocked out shit like that. A story for you? Yeah, I've, I've done definitely it? done yeah. some. Yeah, like throwing know, something or. You know, I would have. You know me. I rage out sometimes. I get mad. What kind of store? I knocked out. It was a CVS. They wouldn't. Oh. They wouldn't take my ID because I used it to open the door one day and it was bent, and I, I couldn't buy alcohol. I was with my friends. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, okay, so can my wife buy the alcohol? And they're like, no, because you brought it up. So I'm like, you gotta be fucking yeah. kidding me. So I got pissed. And it, this is in Reno, and I fucking knocked down a bunch of chapsticks from the counter. 
<laughs> that's different. I'll <laughs> 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 show them. <laughs> yeah, you feel kind of like an asshole afterwards, but you I also did. feel kind of like they deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. after you rage out on people, it's kind of like you feel like an asshole, but you're just like. Man. When I get angry, I mean, and I act stupid. Uh, Lizzie always tells me you shouldn't act in that way. Or like that day, I had a meltdown at the fucking on stage, and I got mad at the heckler, and I got oh, off stage. That shit was fucking hilarious. She, yeah, but she's always the one that checks me. She'll mm-hmm. check me, and she did check me that day. But my friends were like, "That was fucking savage, bro. She, that girl deserved it, man. You those chapsticks. She's gonna have to pick every single one of them up." <laughs> they like hyped you up. Yeah, dude, I'm uh, good. <laughs> yeah, the one that happened with me Fuck. was there was this fucking burrito shop. Oh shit! And uh, I, I called ahead and ordered our burritos and then uh the person i was with at the time could not have onions you know just couldn't have onions Mm -hmm. and so i was very specific seeing savoya you know i let them know no onions and then uh but you know like i'll do stuff uh, because i don't speak spanish you know Mm -hmm. so i'll do stuff part spanish part english and try to get them to understand that way you know like the important stuff like you know and so they deal with white people all the time so they at least they know how to take an order right yeah and that's the way i see it Mm -hmm. so they fuck up so the guy that i was with at the time the one that couldn't have the onions he spoke full spanish so when Mm -hmm. we get when i get you know the burritos back and then he opens them up and or opens his up so they could put the sauce inside of them. He realizes there's onions, and then he was like, "Oh, there's onions." And I was like, "All right, well then, you know, you call her mm-hmm. and just tell her in Spanish what the mistake was and stuff like that." So you guys had left already? Yeah, yeah I had oh, left because shit. I was bringing the food Fuck. back to him. Yeah, yeah. And so then I come back, and then uh, you know, I he had called ahead and let her know what was going on. I tell her, you know, I'm the one my friend called, and like, no onions, seen cebolla. So I get the fucking burritos, and then, you know, we got it. It's it's cool. I go back, there's onions in the oh, burritos still. no. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So I have to go back again, and sometimes, I don't know if you've noticed this, but sometimes when it comes to Mexicans from Mexico, they don't understand that customer service doesn't work here the way it does in Mexico, so they'll try mm-hmm. to be real shitty with you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, no, you made the mistake. I just need this no onions. Like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And this is the third time I'm coming, and she's not getting everything I'm saying. She just knows I'm angry or whatever. And I was legit angry at that point. Yeah. And so um, she says, like, you know, she says, no, no, like that. And then she just, like, does her hand like that. She closes the window, and she puts that little, you know, how sometimes Uh, they'll have the little stick. So she puts a little stick. It's a little wood stick. And so I get (laughs) pissed off, and I get out of my car, and I just, like, like uh, with the side of my hand, just hammer, like, the window twice. And then I notice that the, the window moves a little bit when I do that. So then, like, I see the stick there, so I just grab the window, and I start, like, shaking it back and forth, like, really fast, <laughs> like, to jimmy the fucking stick. And yeah. the stick does actually pop up and pop out. And I take the burrito, and I throw it all over the fucking inside of the, like, right there where the drive through is. And then I was like, there, now that bitch has to clean it up. Yeah. It would have just been easier for her to give me what I wanted. Right. Now beans Damn. and everything all over the place. Yeah, it was, and I made sure to fucking open it when I was yeah. doing it. Toma tu cebolla, bitch. That's so much better than mine. Mine was just but, chapsticks. <laughs> no, this food was shit. long before food that. Food is hard to clean, food, dude. Food service stuff, no, like that's like 
it fucking is maddening sometimes when they just get fucking things. Oh, yeah. Twi- like, I can't, like, I'm twice as, like, that's yeah. fucking mm-hmm. unacceptable. Yeah, like, and when I go back and then twice take it back, you know, and I, like, of course, I didn't check it that time because I feel like since this is the issue we're dealing with, yeah. of course you're going to get it right, you know, yeah. like, let, let me get out of here and do like I'm supposed to do. So, you know, it was just, yeah. But luckily that was before things were like they are now where everybody has their phones out all the time because that would have thing. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. Well, last, last week when we got Roberto's, I always get scared that they might throw fucking dairy or some something on yours. Yeah, like it's, it's all good though. Usually they do pretty well. And You're like, lactose intolerant? Uh, no, I just, I went vegan for about a year and a half and now I, uh, I just stay like vegetarian. I have eggs. Mm-hmm. He's the coolest but, vegan cause he doesn't, he's the kind of vegan doesn't talk about it. Yeah. No, it's, it's fucking Every, We all know, but he doesn't preach it. Like virtue signal about it and everything. Yeah, make you feel like shit. Was it because of the treatment of animals or was it the yeah, health? Yeah, it was, uh, that and then also like environmental stuff and, uh, yeah, it was just, and like I started doing it like vet. Vegan, though, that's where I, like, I just, I felt that I had uh, mineral deficiencies that I wasn't getting from, like, every, like, you can do it, but it's very, very meticulous and very hard. You have to eat, like, spe- like you got to get, like, Brazil nuts for, like, the fucking, the selenium that you need. Like, you, there's, like, weird little things, but I noticed when I in- reincorporated eggs, like, that was, like, I got energy back. I got a lot more B12, all of that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't feel like I can afford to be vegan. It's rough. Like, the thing is, is it's also, like, if you, oh, here's some cheap produce, and then you buy quite a bit of it, and you're trying to get through it, and it goes bad before you can even use it, that's kind of maddening. But <clears throat> the one thing, it it wasn't too expensive. It was like, the, the one thing I noticed with vegan, it was when people switch to vegan, they're like, oh, I feel fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's mainly because they're going back to, like, whole foods. You're getting, like, fruits, veggies, everything. You're eating really well. So then you feel that, but then, like, like but like per, thir- certain things that your body needs especially men like your body will just start taking them from certain places i like i lost a lot of muscle mass i was like when I, you saw that one when i went to 185 i went back up to like 200 lifting a lot of weights mm-hmm. and then i kind of came back down lost a lot of muscle mass from doing that but it was like my sleep patterns got kind of messed up my like just energy levels were all over the place like it was just now i eat like because when I, I mainly did it when when I was keto was because spinaches and veggies and everything was just vehicles for fats to get into my body. I would just cook them with butter or oil. Mm-hmm. And that like that's how I got really into it. But I've always been uh like my family's garbage disposal. Like so yeah. they get all any time they didn't need anything or didn't want anything, it was just for me. Mm-hmm. Like I would eat everything. But uh I also did one of the things, like the catalyst to losing all that weight and then switching my diet up and everything was we me and my me and my lady did uh, psilocybin mushrooms, but they were soaked in ayahuasca. Oh. And, like, after that kind of trip, we just had things just kind of, you just wanted to treat your body better, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was, like, we got way more into, like, ethical produce. Like, we got way more into, uh, like, that's one thing now. If I do have eggs, I want to know where they're from. I want to, like, cage-free, humanely produced. Like, I, I think the big thing was uh, buying is voting. Yeah, people are like, oh, they, it's like where you wherever you put your money every fucking day is what's gonna like keep getting established. Yeah, like they people like 
But you are you are right. It is fucking expensive to be. Yeah, and I know that like my life doesn't afford me that right now, especially um, when I'm on the road Mm because things are already expensive. You know, when you're on the road, and it's like the Waffle House doesn't give a fuck how you feel about (laughs) what you know. Like, where did these eggs come from? Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like they're fresh. Fucking eat them. (laughs) Well, Waffle Houses are fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I've like I I don't re- I don't forget how good that kind of fucking food is. That is for sure. Yeah, I I'm good, but thank you. Please, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I wish uh, at some point, like you know, after I've made it, I'll I'll definitely start being more aware of the the big things, smoothies, just to incorporate, like get everything micro, like nutrient dense into one meal, mm-hmm. like one little smoothie, like just doing ginger. Spinach, turmeric, like, uh, like, dude, every like, just trying to just load it as much stuff as you can, just get that, and then, then it's kind of way easier because then you're not worrying about eating a fucking huge salad to get all of that or a huge like. I just always tried to how make it easier, make it way faster because then I'm like, if I'm at work or anything, I'm kind of up in the air what I'm gonna eat. Yeah. So that was a big thing, and then like same with. I'm always with Freddie when I we go to like Roberto's though, and he's talking to him in Spanish, so I know they can kind of. There's not that little <laughs> language barrier there, oh, yeah. but they're usually pretty good. And I, I usually just eat my weight in fucking carrots and onions. <laughs> the the one little the veggie yeah, bar. the little bar. That's the fucking. The, those are the killers. Those things are amazing. But you're not like, oh my god, it fucking touched no, meat. Like, or, and I, I've ha- I've accidentally had cheese or butter. And it's like, oh, I like, I feel it. Like my stomach reacts to it. Like, oh, I'll definitely like, oh, like I'll get a little just stomach ache. But it's like, it's not that fucking big of a deal. Like, mm-hmm. did you order your ayahuasca online? No. Okay, because a lot of I, people. Yeah, some people do, and then there's also like the availability of like a Peruvian torch is another one that's kind of like that. Like, okay. there's there's quite a few like the dark. You want to do that? No, I think I'm kind of done with like uh, like I did shrooms when the big eclipse happened. Mm-hmm. And that was that was nice for me. Uh, a friend of mine was supposed to do them with me, and then you know, he ended up last minute backing out, and I was like, uh, "Well, looks like I'm eating these shrooms by myself." Mm-hmm. So, Her- hero's <laughs> journey. So, were you by yourself, or you were around other people? Myself and my oh. two dogs. That's uh, that's good because I feel like awesome. if you were with somebody that's sober and you're the only one, it yeah, would trip no. trip me out or something. No. I don't know. No, not really. Sometimes people like having people who are sober around to be yeah. their anchor, just so mm. it's like if they've never done like acid before, if they've never done a certain things, like oh, somebody hanging out, making sure I'm not. The times I've smoked weed, I feel like they're <laughs> staring at me like it's like I need somebody. Oh, there you don't smoke walk weed? Me through it. Mm. Oh. No, because of work. But um, I mean, I do every once in a while. But yeah, I thought you were I. I, I just thought you were a regular stoner. Uh, you oh, know what cool. I mean? Like, uh, really? Yeah. I'll take that as a compliment. I, I, Fuck yeah. yeah I just assumed you were. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked that Buddha. That's what he did. Well, you're at Gold Spike. No, I, I don't think that anymore. <laughs> now that you said that, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. so. That's anymore. what I was getting at. We were at Gold Spike. I walk up and I had a, I had a, like an eighth on me in like my, in my flannel pocket. 
and uh, I think you smelt it, or I, I pulled it out, asked if you or Lissy wanted any, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, "You got Buddha in like the middle of this fucking like the bar," and it, he completely yeah. sold me. I thought he was a fucking narc. Yeah. He, he was like screaming it so out like, like he was wired. Like, hey like, man, oh, you got some got, Buddha, bro? He's like, "Hey, Lissy, he's got Buddha," and like, fuck, and like, dude, keep it fucking cool <laughs> in front of everybody. Like, so this is when it was barely getting legalized yeah, and shit. Yeah. And and Lizzie, she smoked, so I was trying to get some for her. And I'm like, I turn around all happy, babe. He has Buddha. <laughs> and I see, I see everybody's fucking heads turn and look straight at me. Fucking nerd. Yeah. Well, Las Vegas though is still pretty conservative. Like a lot of people yeah. don't it get is. that. Like you know, uh, me and my boyfriend walk around holding hands, and a lot of people look at us here. Like that happens in Phoenix, but here it's a lot more. Like people are like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, still really. Yeah, it's a lot more because. Well, off of the strip is just regular life. Yeah, and you still got your conservatives. Fucking, that's true. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, it's fucking. Because people, the listener, would be like, "Vegas, really?" Well, in Vegas on the strip, you'll see fucking cross tits everywhere. Mm-hmm. But like <laughs> off of the strip, not so Hell much. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro. <laughs> you see, you have Buddha it's over there. Ma'am, it's yeah. ma'am. <laughs> but yeah, and regular, like off the strip, it's like regular, which is also one of the things I like about it, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's one of the reasons that I want to live here. Technically, you know, I I liked Phoenix a lot when I was there. Yeah, I yeah. just. Uh, d- uh, I was gonna ask you, what made you want to come here? Like, really, the truth is. In Phoenix, the the comics, like some of them, saw me as a threat, and they treated me accordingly. Mm-hmm. And I and there were plenty of comics that were really nice to me, mm-hmm. but like some comics really tried to make it difficult for me in certain ways. And at the same time that they were trying to make it difficult for me, I was thinking we were friends, so I was helping them out. Mm. Like, there's one, like, one that, it really didn't make sense to me that people didn't understand why I would be upset by this, because people acted like I was just out of line or something, but I tried to hook this comic up with this gig that I was supposed to be doing, because a friend of mine was like, hey, I want to do this gig, it's going to be a fundraiser, blah, 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 and then he was like, uh... He was like, I was wondering, though, if you mind if I have these other two comedians on as well. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I love both of them. Please ask them if they'll do it. So he goes to ask them if they'll do it. And then they try to get me pulled off the gig. Hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, but I'm headlining it, so I'm not going to get pulled off. But at the same time, it's just like... Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you try to get me pulled off a gig when I'm trying to get you work? Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, at one point I had confronted one of them and we talked about it and he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. And it was stupid. And he completely like, you know, just apologized. And like, you know, I was like, all right, cool. You know, just please don't talk shit about me anymore. I really do like you. Like, I thought we were friends. And I was like, and it'll take a while for us to get back to that again. Mm -hmm. But we'll at least be cool. And, you know, like, I forgive you. Just don't do it again. So then he says, okay. And then he does it again almost immediately after. And again, it's somebody that's close with me. So they end up telling me. And then I'm like, yeah, well, now I don't fucking forgive you. And I don't like you. And, you know, and people acted like I was out of line for that. Then another situation, I took a comedian on the road that was a Phoenix person. And this person um, said the N-word in front of me. And I wasn't comfortable with it. They were white. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't comfortable with it. And so I just, like, you know... 
I tried not to like scold him or anything or do anything like that. Instead, I just got quiet because I didn't want to encourage it. So I wasn't going to laugh. You know, it was supposed yeah. to be in the context of a joke. But yeah. it's like we're it's two of us in the car. You're white. I'm Mexican. I don't feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, and I was listening to, I don't know if it was, it might, might have been Jocelyn's episode where you mentioned where you grew up saying it. Yeah. Yeah. So did I. I yeah. grew up in this fucking, in this project. Mm-hmm. Uh, apartment, and my best friends was this white kid that said it too. Yeah, and this black kid, his fam- his whole family would for, and I would say it in front of him. Yeah, but then it comes to the time where you grow out of it, and you're not around those people anymore. So the environment you're at, it's not proper. Yeah, and you don't want to like me personally. Like I remember that because there weren't a lot of black people in the town I grew up in, I didn't have like an actual connection with it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I just said it like because yeah. everybody said it. And then once you understand more like the the you know the historic significance of it or where it comes from and like exactly, you know, and like why people get so upset or some people get so upset, then you get like, okay, well maybe I don't want to say that anymore. Right. And it doesn't bother me when black people say it, you know, I don't even get a little bit. I'm not one of those people that's like, why do they say it? I'm mm-hmm. like, you know. It's, <laughs> why do they get everything? Yeah. It's like, it's, <laughs> oh, I hate it when they do that. It's your business, you know. If you, yeah, like, have some ownership to the word, then, like, I have no problem with it. But when it's me and one white person. Yeah. So what, what was the context of that? Um, It was supposed to be a joke. But, like, if there's any, because we were in Memphis at the time. Uh-huh. And. If there's any time you would think that you shouldn't say the N-word, it's when you're going to go to the Martin Luther King. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like the, the <laughs> place where he got shot. Yeah. Like, that's where we were on our wow. way to. And mm. I got dad jokey with it. I started the joking. I admit it. I was very dad jokey because mm. <laughs> the person was like, um, I'll put it in my GPS, you know, like, because we were going to go to Lorraine Motel, which is where Martin Luther King died, and now that's become an entire, like, you know, um, civil rights museum, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and so, but they kept it looking exactly the way it looked back then, mm-hmm. and so, you know, it's, it's really cool, like a cool piece mm-hmm. of history, even though a horrible thing happened there, and you get to, yeah. like, you know, and so that person was like, I'm, I'll put it in my GPS, just tell me the address, so I looked it up on my phone, and the address was Martin Luther King Boulevard, and because I'm stupid, I was like, you know, what a coincidence, he died on Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> Your boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud, but you know, just <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so then this person says, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, I wonder what it was back then. What Probably killing, killing N-word Boulevard." And oh. yeah, but they actually said the word. And so when they said that, I was just like, you know, yeah. I, I just got quiet. Like I didn't laugh, you know, and I was because I didn't want to scold anybody or do anything like that. You know, like I wasn't but I just didn't want to encourage it. So then Don't I stopped laughing. And then they, like, picked up on that uncomfortableness, and then they kind of went into a spiral after that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, then it turned into, like, other problems with that person while we were on the road. So, anyway. Oh. so He picked up on it, though, that it bothered you a little bit? Or? Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, so then it turned into a thing where, um, you know, then it got painted, because... We ended up not being able to get along for the rest of the tour because of them, not because of me, because they just started falling apart, literally. Um, Just like there was a point when I woke up when they were supposed to be driving and they were crying. And I was just like, (laughs) 
in my head. Not I'm driving? Like, Not driving. They were all. driving, uh-huh. but just crying at the same time. And I was like, you know, I put my head back under my blanket <laughs> and was just kind of like, okay, this shouldn't be happening. You know? <laughs> but like I That's was... weird. And so, but then they just kept crying and crying and crying. And it literally just kept going on and this crying. Oh, and then I just was finally like, you know... Because at first I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to encourage it because I don't really care why you're crying. You just shouldn't be crying. They weren't talking? You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. they were just crying. No talking? Well, because I was driving. I was supposed to be sleeping so they Mm -hmm. could drive. And then when I wake up, then I drive and then they sleep. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I finally was like, why are you crying? Mm -hmm. And then they were like, my leg just hurts right now. And I was like, well, you know, if you're tired, we have enough time. Just pull off to the side of the road. And we can both go to sleep for a little while because I was like, I can tell you for sure I'm not ready to drive yet. Yeah. But you don't have to keep driving because we have plenty of time. Just pull off. We'll both take a nap at a rest stop. Because their leg hurt. Yeah. They both both of their legs hurt. One of their legs hurt. I didn't so ask the other one. So the other them. one was crying in like support. <laughs> oh, no. It's just, I say they because it was just one person, but I'm trying to. Oh, I see what you're saying. Now. Yeah, okay, it was okay. just oh, one person. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, okay, it was one person. Yeah, okay. I'm used to the third gender. <laughs> We're discussing gender. I'm trying not to be too specific. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, so they're just crying, and then like you know, I'm just like you know, if you want, you can pull off, go to sleep, yeah. and then they're like, no, I, I would, uh, I'll keep driving. Do you remember the last time you cried because of pain, physical pain? That's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, like, like you know, yeah. I think it was like other than. Two weeks ago. <laughs> no. They're exaggerating. There was, a, well, other than being a kid, the one time I felt close to crying as an adult was um, I got in a fight with Lizzie oh, at Disneyland. Yeah. Like frustration. Frust- no, 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 no. It was a physical pain. See, okay, so I got in a fight with her, <laughs> and she was with her brother, so I felt like that was a good opportunity to just go by myself and leave her. But can she I won't just, be by herself. I'm sorry to interrupt. Can I guess? Did you roll your ankle in one of those, like, the trolley tracks? Close. <laughs> Very close. Really? Okay. Very close. I, I thought that would have been the We get in a fight. We're on this family trip with her par- parents, right? Mm-hmm. We've been married a couple of years already at this point. We go to Disneyland, but we get in this stupid fight, and I run away, and I was wearing my Heelys. And uh, I, I have to... How re- old were you wearing Heelys? Uh, prob- I was probably in my mid twenties. Okay. Well, yeah. I still have them. Yeah. All right. Go <laughs> go well, ahead. she bought them for me. It was a it was a Christmas okay. gift. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> I saw this adult at Walmart on Heelys, and I'm like, they make them for adults. <laughs> I stopped them. He told me how to get them. I mentioned it to her. She surprised you me. Stopped for the guy and asked I him did. where he got I them. I did. I did stop him. I stopped him. <laughs> okay. So, so you're mad, and you're I'm wearing mad. your Heelys, and I'm running right, and I'm trying to like. I had like this fear of like she might know where I go and I leave the park and I run <laughs> towards downtown Disney and I'm th- in my head I'm thinking she's following me she's chasing me yeah of course but I'm running and at this point I'm like all right at this point I'm gonna just fucking glide and I fucking try might to do as the well. yeah dude and I glide <laughs> but there's a lot of cracks and I fucking hit a crack <laughs> I fucking hit so hard my 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 wrist it felt like it broke. I hit so fucking hard. On your I, wrist? I, yeah. And then I scraped my knees. Like a little kid that fell, and then you get up. As soon as I got up, you know, when you would cry from pain, you know, I felt like, I, I felt it. Like it almost happened. I'm like, oh, fuck. But I'm looking around, making sure nobody saw me. No one saw me. 
in a crowd of full of people around me. No one saw this adult fucking eat shit. Yeah. I get up. I do my roll, get up, and just start walking fast. And I go wander out for a while. I think I went to watch the Hulk by myself. <laughs> just healied into the theater. <laughs> no, no more healies. Uh, I'm like, there's too many fucking cracks. You, you took the wheels out. It's like, that's a little too dangerous. Yeah. I'm a little hot-headed right now. I can't yeah. be making brash decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how immature I am, dude. Jesus Christ. But the, the, the reason that I went into that whole fucking story is because that's the last time I remember almost crying yeah. because of pain. Because it was so fucking painful. But I almost broke it. And mm-hmm. I, when I got up, I, it was all scraped. Like almost almost bleeding. But this person, they were Drive. fucking crying yeah. and driving. Crying. And and then uh, pulls eventually pulls over mm-hmm. and, you know, pulls off and... I go in to go to the bathroom, mm. and then, uh, you know, because we're at a truck stop or, a, you know, some sort of mm. something. And, uh, you know, like a convenience store type of thing. And then we get back in the car, and they're crying still. Yeah. So then, um, you know, like I... Did you call the ambulance? No, I'm sorry. Sorry. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Slam, dude. Take that. Slam. I'm sorry. I was stupid. The boys be so then, <laughs> so, so then I end up waking up, and then I'm like, you know, all right, well, just, mm-hmm. you know, give me 30 minutes, and then I'll take over driving, whatever, you know. Yeah. And so then they stay out of the car or whatever, smoking cigarettes, I think, or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wanted to get my last 30 minutes of sleep, and so then I wake up. I start driving. Miraculously, they stop crying. Oh, that's uh, wild. And are able to go to sleep oh, now. Mm-hmm. And so completely go to sleep, pass out all the way. Like, you know, yeah. sleep, sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, it turns into a thing where they're just argumentative and they are trying to be like passive aggressive with me and trying to make it seem like I'm doing something. But it's like, I'm not, I haven't done anything. This is being on the road. Like yeah. I'm not living a life you're not living right now. Yeah. I'm don't, it's not like I have luxury accommodations mm-hmm. and you're right. driving. Like we're in the same fucking car, right. <laughs> you know, like, and so, uh, they just ended up leaving me in Michigan. Oh, cause, uh, they, you know, couldn't deal with my abusive behavior anymore. Oh, wow. Um, but, but- part of my abusive behavior was them losing their glasses and me trying to help them find their glasses at first, but then at a point, I don't know where your glasses are, so I just sit down, and I'm like, you know, all right, well, I'm done looking for your glasses. Yeah. Plus, I'm not your fucking partner. Yeah. I'm just another comic on the road. Technically, I'm the headliner, and you're working for me. Right. But for some reason, I'm working for you looking for your glasses. I don't know who this person is. I don't want to know. It's horrible. Weird. But you, you cry as an adult because of pain, and you lose your glasses. I have contacts, right? And I know you don't lose your glasses. How do you lose your glasses? Nah, not cool. Yeah, well, especially when you're considering we were in like a hotel room, like not even a hotel room, a motel room, like Mm -hmm. a Super 8. Mm -hmm. So you know how big those things are. Keep track of your fucking glasses. You're an adult. And another comedian had already come to like work with us, you know, Mm -hmm. and the night before this person had also left their phone at the restaurant we had eaten at and then they seemed kind of like they were annoyed because i didn't go back to the restaurant with them but i felt like go get your fucking phone right that's for you to get your phone you we're not Mm -hmm. a couple we're not yeah this isn't this kind of situation you know Mm -hmm. were these guys like like 
like opiate abusers? Oh, that person was um, just like, you know, just regular, like not not on anything, just pothead, you know, but okay. that's nothing to me or, you know, shouldn't display itself in any particular way mm. like that. The other comedian, though, that ended up meeting up with us like halfway through or not even halfway through, like right there at the beginning, was really cool and saw completely what was going on. Like even they were... Cause the other comedian was mad at us, me and this other guy, because we didn't help them look for their glasses. Mm-hmm. And like, there was a point where they even tried to yell at us, like yell at us, and be like, "We're not going anywhere until I find my glasses." And then I was like, "Oh no, he's got his car, so yeah. I'm just going to jump in the car with him. <laughs> you can yeah. find your glasses and catch up with us yeah. if that's what it comes down to." Because you know, I'm not, I'm not stuck. Yeah. And so then, like, between that drive, because then they ended up finding, up their, finding their glasses, I jumped in the car with them like I was supposed to. The other comedian ended up, like, going ahead and, like, you know, was going to meet us there. And so, like, halfway through, that's when the, uh, the other comedian, or not halfway through, it's, like, when we got there, the other comedian was, like, um, I, I'm not taking you any further. Mm-hmm. This is where you... Did you ever confront the person or just let them know that that bothered you about the N-word? Like, that's kind of what escalate or kind of domino effect, Well, we had had that conversation when we got Um, back to the hotel after the Martin Luther King situation because there was a point, because that's when it all, like, really... Because the person tried to make it difficult for me that, like, I told them what the plan was. And sometimes when I'm on the road, it's just like, this is the plan. I don't have any other information. As soon as I get more information, I'll give it to you. But for right Mm -hmm. now, this is what I have, so this is what I'm giving you. (laughs) You know, we've got a 13-hour drive ahead of us. We're going to head in that direction. I don't know where the hotel is. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know where the hotel is. But the guy that handles all of that has always been, like, he always makes sure I have a place to stay. Yeah. So it's like, you know, a lot of times that's the way it works with this particular booker like you know and i don't mind some people that would drive them crazy i'm a person that doesn't care so uh, he's never let me down so i know about five or six hours into the drive he's gonna send me a message that just has the address on it and then that's where we'll be going you know but just as long as we head in that direction we'll be fine Mm -hmm. so i told that person this and then they were like um well i just need to know where we're staying because i want to know like and i was like yeah, well, I just told you what it was. And then I was like, you know, and I'm it, technically I'm not the happiest with you anyway. So it's mm-hmm. not like I'm really going to respond to any of what you're doing right now. You know, yeah. I was like, I don't know if you caught it, but I was already annoyed because you said the N word when we were mm-hmm. hanging out. And I'm not down with white people saying the N word in front of me. And then they actually had the nerve to say, I didn't know that was going to upset you. And I was like, well, I didn't think, you know, in 2018 that was anything that I had to teach anybody. Right. I thought people just kind of knew. Yeah. And then, uh, but anyway, point is, whole thing, I do a podcast episode about it, which I ended up taking down because I just don't want the negative energy out there. But, like, it was up for months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I left it up. So everybody in Phoenix got to hear it because it was, like, kind of a thing on the scene. So um, the other comics hear the entire story. There's actual recording to back up what it is I'm saying as far as what a headache this person was being. Because at a point, I got, like, 
is this person going to try to paint it like I was being mean to them? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't being mean at all. So yeah. then I was like, all right, I looked up the law where we were at and I recorded some of our conversation, you know, like the conversations where we're trying to get everything like just straight. Like, mm-hmm. I can't have you crying on me for no reason. That's right. not the way being on the road works. Saying the N-word is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I thought you would know that. It, you know, so I break it down, all of it completely. Yeah. And so, um, and so I, because, you know, and I wasn't necessarily going to use that until that person did exactly what I thought they were doing yeah. and went on Facebook Live and tried to make it seem like I was abusive and I was just getting mad out of nowhere and that I, like they didn't know what was going to set me off. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I let them have a couple of days head start with that shit because mm-hmm. I was still working. And then once I got done with the gigs that we were doing, I recorded a podcast and was like, OK, here's. All of the story for you guys. You played the recording on the podcast? Yeah, well, oh. I, well, I played uh, bits of the recording, and I was like, if they really want me to ruin them, they can continue to right. talk about me, and I'll put out all the recording. I have no <laughs> problem with everything that's on this. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm just letting them know this is this is here. Yeah. And so, uh, so wow. you know, I, I gave all of it. There was never anybody disputing that right. this is the way that it went or anything like that. And still, people blamed me. Like, mm-hmm. I was the one that was difficult somehow in that situation. Mm-hmm. I yeah. even had one person ask why I like burning bridges. Like, they asked that person, another person heard them, uh, ask uh, why Ty likes burning bridges. And it's like, telling somebody they, that you don't want them to say the N-word around you is yeah. burning a bridge. Like, yeah. that's me not being cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when yeah. that became, like, the kind of the general... like because. And I saw that in Phoenix, like for a lot of people, that's just business as usual and not necessarily just the N-word, but just like putting up with people behaving a certain way and then like excusing it, it kind of started to just be a pattern. It was like, well, I don't live like this, you know, I mean, like I say that I like people because I actually like them. I don't have any other reason. You know, you're not going to find out later that I was saying I didn't actually like you or, you know, like that I don't think you should get work or any of that shit, you know, it's just not what I do. So... Uh, I, I got tired of that, mm-hmm. you know, and I got and I felt like, you know, in L.A. there were certain people that didn't like me, but I always knew who didn't like me. Yeah. In Phoenix, I think that the people were my friends and they liked me and then I ended up, I'd end up finding out they didn't. And mm-hmm. then I'd just be like, yeah, I don't live like this. Well, one of the good things about moving to Vegas, though, I know you haven't seen the maybe you haven't got to know all the comics yet, mm-hmm. but it's a good hub to travel. Oh, yeah. Isn't that like... No, that's been absolutely great. And I already know a fair amount of the comics and everybody here is cool with me. And it seems like most of the comics that are like um, actually working or trying to work are Mm -hmm. like have that like that understanding that, you know... Have you noticed that though here in Vegas? It's, It's a little different, isn't it? Like we all have day jobs. And people here, though, well, I think that's the reason that people here are more, like, it seems like if you're able to please an audience here and, like, make some money, then people are going to stay out of your way and leave you alone, Mm -hmm. which is the way it should be. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I, I really do feel like that, like, you know... Uh, more and more I've I've started to lean towards the like I don't really care if people aren't even the nicest people off stage as long as they're funny mm-hmm. and they're not haters. Yeah. You know, like that's that's the most important things to me. Like I don't really care about like, you know, people's politics and stuff like that. And even that person that said the N word, they could have made a full recovery with me 
just by continuing to be professional. You you fucked up. You made one mistake. Mm-hmm. We'll move past it. But once it comes down to you crying and then mm-hmm. you starting to lose shit on the road and then trying to snap at me like I'm supposed to help you out in some way or I'm not being nice enough because I'm not going to act like your therapist. Like mm-hmm. these things will make me just like where it's like, yeah, I don't. I mean, like it really was the kind of situation where I got left in Michigan and I was happy that they left. Right. Me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't there wasn't even a, a moment where I felt like, oh, no, you're going to. I was like, yeah. yes. Thank you. Freedom. Yeah, and I just didn't want to come off as uh, sarcastic and have them drive off with my shit in their car, Mm -hmm. you know, because as soon as they said that, that's what I felt like. I was like, thank you, God. Yeah. But I was just like, you know, I was like, all right, well, I understand. So if you don't mind, I'll just go ahead and grab all my stuff. And then, you know, and so I put all my stuff on the bench right there in front of the hotel they had us at and, you know, and just like unloaded all my stuff from their car Mm -hmm. and, you know. That's why I think it's so much easier and better to be, or maybe not easier, but so much better to be a comic than be than travel in a band like like a rock group and shit because you have to deal with so many egos and everybody's like the well, guitarist kind of brings down a band like uh, right like a great band like all of those VH1 behind the music kind yeah. of shit everybody gets all cunty with each yeah, other because like, when you start traveling somebody you get to really know them. Yeah, and shit. And if it doesn't survive like you and Chris Thorne, where you guys surviving and a friendship came out, you know, and you guys grew, yeah, it, it could turn into something real ugly like that person. Yeah, yeah, I just had eleven days on the road with another comic, and that was great. Yeah, like yeah, we had because like, you're always gonna have at least one little, like you know, personality conflict or yeah. like you know, quick like just it's gonna happen. You know, that many days of being in a car with another person. But, uh, like, most comics, like, well, the thing with me is I'll get you more fucking work. And mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be with me. Like, I, I've taken, um, what, in the last year, two different comics have started headlining because of working with me. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't headlining or going to headline for anybody else. Yeah. But then I took them out on the road, and then I was told the guy that I was dealing with that they were good, and then they started getting to headline. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and that person that I brought along at that point was supposed to headline a run themselves. But then um, when they fucked up like that, the guy that was, like, running it was like, yeah, if you just got left in Michigan, I'm not working that person again. It's just... <laughs> mm-hmm. What yeah. it is. Like, yeah. it shouldn't fall to that, even if yeah. you guys have problems. Like, really, the bookers are not even supposed to know that there's problems. Right. right. You know, you and just... that. Yeah, yeah it so happens. They did that based on principle, just on the fact that they left you in fucking Michigan. That's yeah, and because, you know, though. then what are they going to do when they're headlining? Like, if you're going to abuse power you don't have when you're opening, oh, fuck, then right. imagine when you're headlining what you'll put people through. Mm-hmm. You know, now they're yeah. at your mercy, and now you have this younger, newer comic... That has to put up with your shit because you're the headliner and can possibly get left. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say the name of the club, but there's there's, um, a club uh, up north (laughs) that they, they, they see fights on Facebook and all that. I'll tell you afterwards, but it just, they'll just see somebody arguing or something. They'll stop booking them. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. But the booker is kind of wacky, too. I'll tell you after. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I have friends that haven't been booked anymore because of that or because of 
uh, somebody calling the club to scare them and say, oh, this person, they're, you know, they're against women or against gays or whatever, and they're the kind of person uh, that immediately would say, well, I don't want no trouble, and stop booking people. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just deathly afraid of any type of drama. They'll have somebody hired to work the week, and because somebody starts some shit on the internet, boom, fired. Yeah, I wonder how much longer that's going to last because I've noticed that a lot more like bookers and festival bookers and stuff like that have started to just be like, that's not my business. Yeah. Like, look, look, yeah, like right. Louis C.K., been, he's been going back to the cellar mm-hmm. and performing. And they even have a sign up in the front, I guess. It's been around for a while. <laughs> did you talk about this with Jocelyn? No. Um, fuck, where did I hear it from? Probably some East Coast podcast. Um, they have a sign at the cellar outside that says swim at your own risk. Anybody could show up at any time. And there's been people I've been complaining about Louie going up and, um, go home. Go as home. soon as he walks on stage, if it bothers you, then leave quietly leave. Mm-hmm. You're free to leave. Yeah. Nobody needs to hear your protest on the way out, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it, like, it's not taking a side by saying it's just it's some of this stuff. It's like. You're asking me to be a jury, mm-hmm. and I'm not even that well versed in all the facts on <laughs> yeah. the. You know what I mean? Like I and I don't want to be. Yeah, like, make this make a decision on this guy's life based on. Yeah, like, and now he's not allowed to ever perform, and like I'm supposed to be like. You know, I never was a Louis fan to begin with, to tell you the truth. I just wasn't. And not because he's of anything. He's Mexican, bro. Yeah, I heard bro. that. Yeah, yeah, I know, Canelo. but he still looks no. white. Just yeah. like, uh, <laughs> well, he's Hungarian, born in Mexico, raised in Mexico, but. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, like, I, I, like, I was never, like, really yeah. a fan. But it just wasn't your type yeah. of comedy. It's not. Comedy is uh, subjective, right? Yeah. Well, the Kevin Hart thing, I think it was different, though, only because the only reason I think the Kevin Hart thing was different is because, one, that's on network, so you know network cares. That's one thing. You know what I mean? This isn't like a club. Network cares. Oh, how he was going to host the Oscars and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Yeah, and then the the other thing is, it is mostly gay men that are watching the Oscars at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's our Super Bowl. There was a comic that... But <laughs> these fags, I know. I don't even watch the Oscars, and I know when it's coming because I'll be getting invites, and I'll be like, "All right, the bitches are gonna get lit." <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I like how uh, there was a comic that said, "I like how Louis C.K. or no, I mean Kevin Hart's not not standing down. He's not gonna apologize, and he shouldn't apologize." And then, like five or eight hours later, you wrote on the comments. Actually, he just apologized. <laughs> and then I put up the screenshots of his apology, and yeah. he was like, "I apologize yeah, to like, the LGBT." It's like, yeah, well, that's I'll an be damn. All right, I'm taking this post now, down now. <laughs> yeah. The amount of people who just like read the thumbnail of a fucking. Uh, what are those? The bait? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, click yeah. Bait. And click never bait. click because they're like, "Oh fuck all that ad shit," and then they just mm-hmm. they that is their. Perceived mm-hmm. visualization of that event, like yeah. that, you know what I mean. They never look at any details. They never look at anything else. Yeah, well, I That's like insane. during the election time, I would do that all the time. Where oh, people yeah. would post something, and then I'd read it, and then I'd go back to that person's thread, and I'd be like, you know, the article actually says the exact opposite yes. of what mm-hmm. you're saying. It says yeah. like, well, even the media did. Like the media did that so much. Like they were like they were forming media like the media snippets like that. Mm-hmm. To be like levels of like knowledge depth, 
Yeah. You know, like they would have glazing articles, then one that was a little more in, and then, mm-hmm. then, but like those ones that had all of the details in it were hardly ever clicked on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like all of the buzzy shit is all the stupid shit. People don't want to know the actual, no, you know, no, like. They want the weird shit. They yeah, want, yeah. People just want something to make them mad real quick. Like, you oh, know, yeah. get my blood pressure up. Yeah. I want to be fucking <laughs> yeah. angry. I don't. I don't want to know facts. I want anger. I want to feel something. What What'd you feel about the whole Kevin Hart thing? The the old tweets that resurrected or they found or whatever. Taken out of context, they sound terrible. Mm-hmm. And like I've I like that's one subject where people like if they talk to me at different points would hear different things. But mm-hmm. it's because like as I see it more, like not only just being a comic, but also get more of the facts, then I feel different ways. And so like where I'm at right now with it, which I don't think, I think this is probably the final that I'll have to say about it because I don't think any more facts are going to come out about that. Yeah. Like one thing was, I felt like he did have to apologize um, the because like with that being such a like gay centric type thing at this point, like, that's the community you're trying to appeal to. So if those people say that they're not going to watch, and legitimately, the gays wouldn't have watched if right. it had been him. You know, mm-hmm. that just would have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that being the audience, I think he should have apologized. Also, when he kept saying that he had already apologized, I went and read the article where he supposedly apologized. He never apologized. He just said that he wouldn't uh, talk about it anymore because people have gotten so touchy about everything, which right now I'm He didn't even apologize like... I'm sorry if it made you mad. No, <laughs> I like, hate those kind on of that one, no. Like on no. which, yeah, I know those apologies too. Yeah. Um, but on that, in the Rolling Stone article, no, he did not. And I sat there and read it because you know, since everybody was talking about it, uh-huh. I was like, okay, let me read his apology. And if he's apologized and people are wrong, then I'll obviously come out and just say, like, yeah, mm-hmm. he did apologize in the past, and I'm sorry you guys refused to accept it. But he didn't apologize. And so, I, like saying, like, you know, I'm not gonna keep apologizing. That doesn't count as an apology. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah. just apologize and be done with it. Like, yeah. that's what I would have done if I were him. I just would have... Because, you know, if he says he doesn't have... If he just says he doesn't feel that way, mm-hmm. then, you know, just apologize for it. Like, you know... And and then there was, like, the fact that he... Um, taken out of context, I say, that... Um, that it does sound terrible because it wasn't the jokes that were in his special, which is what people think that the gays were upset about. What people were upset about was there was this particular tweet, like the one that I think bothered people the most, was there was this particular tweet where he said if he came home and saw his son playing with his daughter's dollhouse, he would break it over his head and say, hey, that's gay. You know, in his voice, say, hey, that's gay. Mm. Which partly... It's kind of like a callback because, hey, that's gay at that time was like his get her done. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. for, it was, if it was, if you watch the bit, you know, he had that, hey, that's mm-hmm. gay. And mm-hmm. like, people were like, you know, <laughs> hey, that's gay. <laughs> you know, the kids need to hear it. <laughs> Can't be doing gay shit. <laughs> get her done. Yeah, which I know some gay people would get offended about that. Like, to me, it's not the message that I would want out there because obviously I'm gay and I feel like kids should be able or people in general should be able to be who they are and not be shamed out of it mm-hmm. but at the same time there is that kind of thinking that some people come from so it's like to me it's not right for me to say that that's completely wrong mm-hmm. to try to dissuade you know you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. even though i know technically it is yeah. wrong because people are going to grow up to be whatever they're going to be and all you're doing is giving them unnecessary shame but my point is I'm not a parent and I'm not going to tell other people how to parent. So like if that's like your idea of joke or whatever, then cool, whatever, whatever. 
but just the the you know uh but just like that taken out of context like that does seem terrible yeah and especially since some gay people literally did have parents that tried to beat the gay out of them oh yeah so but then there's also no way for him to like there's no way right now for people to say that they don't support the gay community and still get any kind of public support, mm-hmm. which I don't know that, that that's a good thing. Really? Well, because some people don't support it, and I would rather people say that and we work through that as being what it is mm. than try to force people to say something that they don't mean. Because mm-hmm. then you still have the problem underlying, they just don't talk about it. So yeah. at least be honest. If they could, mm-hmm. you know, like... Because um, that's, like, one, one of the things I love about Trump being president is that a lot of honesty has come out of some people. <laughs> like, all those videos that have surfaced of people, like, in a grocery store saying, speak English and all that stuff, like... And I understand the whole speaking English part, but when they start, like, getting a little racist, yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like, they have these balls now to, to do it. Well, you know? that's what I told people all along. Like, I want people to get these feelings out. Yeah, I like so that, that. We can work through them. People are like so pissed that he's president. I'm like, I I love. Look, I didn't vote for anybody this last time, mm-hmm. but I I love it so much more that he's president and the way he handles it. It's hilarious. Like, you might not like somebody like as much like their the things they they choose to do and their policies and all. But man, do I love the way he 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 handles the media. The the Nancy Pelosi part where he's just controlling everything, fucking controlling the whole conversation. He's a fucking, you know, he's a boss. But now you can't say that. A lot of people are in the closet when it, in in the closet. Trump supporters. When you're on the coast, when you know what coast? I mean. Like if you're like on one of the coasts, but you go to the middle of the country, and people are very open about supporting Trump. Oh, for sure. You know, but I'm talking about like let's say Latinos, right? Yeah, you well, can't really be you. You stand up and you say, you know, you say it. You know, you voted for Trump, right? It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's hard for a lot of Latinos, and a lot of Latinos don't talk about him. Well, you know, well, because. Nobody on the Democrat side at this point was talking about immigration. Like, Obama was trying to do something about it or talked about doing something about it, but then it didn't happen, Mm -hmm. you know? And so nobody was talking about it. And it goes back to, like I said, like, I lived in a neighborhood that was so Latino. It was mostly mostly El Salvadorian and Guatemalan, like Mm -hmm. the neighborhood that I lived in in L.A. And I used to see the way these people would get abused because they're not accounted for in the system and they don't have the same legal recourse. Mm -hmm. Like, even though, like, technically L.A. is a sanctuary city, Latinos, like, the illegal Latinos are afraid to call the police for any reason. They don't mm-hmm. want to call the police. They don't want to call the city. So they're living in, in fucking squalor and mm-hmm. in a lot of cases paying more money than an American citizen is going to have to pay to live in that spot. Mm-hmm. But they don't have any recourse. So the, the landlords get away with it. And they have them living in these shit conditions and mistreating them. And nobody cares about them. Yeah. So I would rather somebody come in and just say, all right, let's sweep this shit and get you all the fuck out of here. And you can go home and make lives there. And it might be fucking terrible there. But at least you'll have a more fair shake than you're going to have doing this shit. Right. You know, and that's really the way I felt about it, like seeing mm-hmm. a lot of that shit. So it's like and yeah, their kids maybe can be born here and then be on their way to a different or a better situation. But then I also 
also know kids that were dreamers. I had one of them on my podcast. Johan Miranda is his name. And he's a comedian as well. And, you like, you know, he's one of the dreamers. And mm. so we were talking about that. And he was talking about, like, you know, how he isn't afforded any of the, like, real rights to being here. Mm. And it's kind of like, well, then why do you allow him to be here but then not offer him any of the rights? Right. So let's either find out a way to make them citizens here. And I mm. knew that Trump is not going to get what he supposedly wants or what he says he wants. And he doesn't even want that. If anybody had listened to the interview, he said clearly before he even became president that why would we want to get rid of people that are hardworking and actually helping us? Right. Right. So Absolutely. if that's the way you're coming at it, you know, mm -hmm. if you're saying like you don't want to get rid of hardworking people, which none of us do. But then the left fucks themselves because then they were talking about taking people from MS-13 and immediately just taking uh, them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, then the left was like, they still deserve due process. And it's like, this is MS-13. Yeah. People feel, they, they, they think that, oh, who built all the towers? Were they all just American citizens? No. Trump knows he had a lot of legal people working yeah. underneath him. He knows, I understand that the... the 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 Latinos, if you even go on Facebook and talk about, they they see you like um, what would be the term for a Latino uncle for an uncle Tom? I don't even know, but <laughs> I, I, well, I usually just get called an uncle Tom. Yeah, <laughs> like it usually is ju just just right? uncle Tom. Yeah, yeah, they, because they still just call me an uncle Tom. In in reality, all he's trying to do is pretty much just one get rid of the the gang members, the criminals, mm -hmm. and stop them from coming in and the drugs and all that stuff. Yeah. But I don't think he's trying to get rid of the hardworking people. And he's not. And, the, like, everybody's worried about Jeff Sessions. Like, when everybody was worried about Jeff Sessions, I was like, no, Jeff Sessions is a great idea. And not because I like Jeff Sessions and not because I don't think he's racist, mm -hmm. but because Jeff Sessions is from Alabama. And Alabama effectively got rid of almost all of their immigrants. Mm -hmm. Like, they did a good job of scaring the shit out of everybody and getting everybody <laughs> the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. And what happened was it came to a grinding fucking halt because they, they found out that there were jobs that Americans would not do. No, they won't it doesn't go. matter how poor they are, they're not fucking doing it. So do they it. ended up actually having to walk that back and be like, and you know how bad it has to be for politicians to be like, yeah, we made a mistake. Mm -hmm. And so they had to fucking loosen back up because, right, yeah. like, so if you had that happen in your state and you saw the way that that happened and then you get put in a position where you're actually working with the president, you're more likely to tell him, like, hey, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, even if he was thinking about getting rid of everybody, you're more likely to be yeah. the person that's like, we tried that in our state. Yeah. And it did not work. Mm -hmm. So do you want that? On a, a nationwide level, and you being Fuck. the president that made that happen. Yeah, yeah. we have um, we have uh, on the podcast. We've had friends that are like hardcore right and hardcore a lot, mostly hardcore left. And um, it's tough. It's tough sometimes because the hardcore left, they just anything Trump does, and they, yeah, they they twist it. I I fucking hate. I I I used to one of my favorite things when I went to a restroom was not to go on Facebook. I wanted to read the news. Mm -hmm. I can't go to CNN or Fox News or anything. I can't because everybody's fucking, they're not really giving me the news. They're giving me a, an opinion of the news. Yeah. If, have you even tried to watch SNL lately? I don't. Mm. I, I Jesus I have fucking not. Christ. It's it's a Trump joke every four Everything, minutes. Everything, dude. Yeah. And, and, and every to skit. see, what's the guy that plays him? 
Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, fucking, he's a scumbag. And I'm good with all of it. Like, really, if there's a joke and it's funny and it's about that, Trump, I'm fine with it. But, like, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about, where it's just kind of like everything, and some of it's not even funny. You're just saying shit. I mean, like, when he first got elected, they had some ringers, yes. But mm-hmm. it's like when you just keep harping home on, like, this, like similar things. It's just... CNN used to be the one kind of in the middle. Yeah, kind I know. Of. Look at them. Look at CNN right now. They, but this is the cover today on today's date. They they have a picture of Trump with his eyes closed. They make him look bad. His <laughs> arms crossed. Uh. It's always something like a negative. Also, the the headline. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's and you. MSN used to do that. MSN used to be that website that did that. But now it's CNN. It's like I, I go to Reuters. I'm like, I don't know where to go to fucking see my news. I, I can't go to, I like Alex Jones, but I can't well, just fucking go to Alex Jones because no, he's just going to be hardcore right. Any any of these, like the platforms, though, it's, it's just the way they actually twist the sentences of like the headlines. It's it's for real. Like the one that was back on there, it Which was one? like, look at like Supreme, a wife of Supreme Court justice stirs controversy. Mm-hmm. But if you were seeing it from another light, you could be like, oh, Supreme Court justice wife brings up allegations. Like, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's I like totally know what you're saying. Brings yeah. something to light instead of, oh, brings up controversy. They kind of, it's like dismissive. It's, it's like, dude, media is just a fucking, it's, it's terrible. Look, here's um, Fox News. Fox News is fucking ridiculous. I'm, uh, I like Philip DeFranco. I love Philip DeFranco. He's the man. Yeah, he gives pretty fair, like, just break down, break it. Breaks it down for people. And you know what I like about Philip DeFranco is he'll be like, okay, here's the facts. And then he'll literally say, and this is my opinion. Yes, And then he'll tell you where he's at on it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I like that he'll break it down and then he'll also give his opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is fair because it's it's cool to have an opinion and it's also entertaining, you know. Like, and mm-hmm. sometimes I agree with Philip DeFranco and sometimes I don't, but yeah. I like that he'll actually give the news and he'll yeah. he'll also give you the um, the TLDR, you know, mm-hmm. and he'll say yeah. that all the time. He'll be like, "The TLDR on this he'll is it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah. but it's refreshing getting somebody who's kind of an unbiased standpoint where it's. He's just giving it out. And then Unbiased is what we almost don't see yeah. anymore. It's so no, fucking... It's like, yeah, Don Lemon used to be a fucking anchor. And now he's a fucking an enemy of Trump. And all he does, every his whole fucking monologue is going to be always something on Trump. It's like so annoying. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't <sighs> take Don Lemon because people like Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper uh, do get on my nerves because they didn't come out till just recently. Don Lemon is gay? Yeah, Don Lemon came out, I think, like, two years ago or something like that. You know, like, he actually officially came out. Mm. Uh, And and maybe it was three years ago. You know, but it was recent. Yeah. And Anderson Cooper, same kind of deal. Yeah. But now they're the spokespeople for the gay community. It's like, no, where were you all those years when we actually needed you? Mm -hmm. Like, you were comfortably in the closet waiting for the coast to be clear. And yeah. now you come out and you're the bravest person. You're not brave. Yeah. You know, if you came out after 2012, mm-hmm. 2013, you're not brave. Yeah. You're yeah. just another person that decided it was popular and more marketable. Yeah. And you're going to get a little bit of a buzz off of it. You know, like that's what it was. When I first started doing comedy, people used to tell me all the time not to say that I was gay or to say it less. Mm-hmm. You know, and... I like it's weird that like back then people used to tell me that now people tell me how I'm supposed to say I'm gay. <laughs> you know. Well, don't use the word fag cuz you know that's that's offensive. It's like you're telling me what's offensive <laughs> yeah. to gay people. You're in charge of that now? Yeah. How do you feel about about that? 
I know I've heard you on your podcast, but if you could tell us, like the audience, how do you feel about the word fag? Like, the word fag does not bother me even a little bit. Like if a person is not using it in a hateful way, which mm-hmm. I think you can tell the difference. And I hate to tell everybody, but there will never be another N word in this country. That's just what it is. There's it's one N word, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. So when people are like, too. you know, that's the the N word for gay people. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. And I've got a phone full of fags all calling each other fags because we don't care about that fucking word anyway. Yeah. You know, when a guy, when a straight guy says the word fag, and here's the other thing that's happening anyway, the more people get gay friends and the more people like start to have a connection with it, the less people naturally say that word because they don't want to. So it's like you don't Mm -hmm. have to force this. You don't have to like, you know, you don't have to legislate Mm -hmm. respect. Like eventually people are already getting that anyway. Have you seen racism in the gay community? Oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, lots. Lot, like, right? we're treated like, a lot, in a lot of cases, you do get treated like a fetish exclusively mm. when you're Latino or Asian <laughs> or Latino <laughs> and look Asian, you know, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. but then, like, you like you get, like, in some ways it bothers you, but mm-hmm. then sometimes it's nice yeah. when old white men buy you drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. Yeah, have you? <laughs> I, maybe I should have. I got I got molested by an old guy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was doing their cable, and um, I went to fix their TV and all that shit, and asked me if I was Cuban. I'm like, yeah, I'm half Cuban, half Mexican, and he's like, are you hairy? And then he reached under my shirt, touched my chest, and all, and I fucking freaked out. This is post homophobic, but I freaked yeah. out and pushed him though. I'm like, why is this fucking guy touching me? And I got molested, bro. Well, that's not homophobia at that no, point. No, it's just, just violent. Yeah, you shouldn't be. And he was an old guy? Old guy. He looked like um, that guy from uh, Sideways. That... Did he? Oh, Bob Giamatti? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looked just like him. Yeah, these old guys, they fucking. Yeah. They're... He tricked me, dude, because he was being all nice and asking me a bunch of questions. And I thought, oh, you know, you know, this is the evil part of me, though. I thought he was so stupid. I was going to upgrade him to a, a DVR in his bedroom mm-hmm. when he told me his bedroom TV wasn't working. I'm like, oh, I got, I'm make 20 bucks off of this. Yeah. I'm going to call the call center, get a sell out of it. You almost made 200 no. bucks off of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Should have upselled. I should have, bro. I ran out of there and. Um, you should have given him your jump rope show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I told you about my jump rope show. <laughs> <laughs> I go to this gym. It's called CrossFit. <laughs> is that the? Is that the? I knew you were packing guy. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he reached down. That, yeah, you've told that on the podcast, but I know he reached that. down and, and squeezed my junk and and I pushed him and yeah. Who hasn't been molested by an old guy though? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's that's one thing that like the me too will end up like eventually graduating to mm-hmm. like when people start paying attention to the men like when people were making fun of t- fun of uh, Terry Crews for saying that you know the agent like, people don't get that like you know that Wait, like, what did he say because Terry Crews had been... Uh, oh, yeah, the guy from... The big dude, big black dude. Guy. Yeah, his yeah, yeah. agent had, yeah. like, grabbed his dick, you know, at a oh, party. Yeah. Or an agent had grabbed his dick at a party. Yeah, they made fun of him because he's a dude 
opening up about something. But and then, you can't even get work out of it. Well, then you're the angry black guy, yeah. the, the violent angry black guy. Mm. If you do beat somebody's ass for no. doing that, you know what I mean? And yeah, like, right. oh, he was just joking. Mm. And it's not it's not fair that like between guys, like it's cool if you accept certain mm. joking like that. But at the same time, it's not fair that as guys, we're just supposed to put up with that kind of joking. Mm. Like I've legit been sexually harassed before. And then I mention it and people act like it's not anything to talk about. It doesn't matter. But I was legit sexually harassed to the point where when I would see this person, I would have to hide from them. Oh, sure. Yeah, because I was just so uncomfortable. And like I knew that physically I could handle them. Mm -hmm. But like... It, once you get in a fight, like I can be an asshole and like people will put up with that to a certain degree. But once you become known for physically assaulting other people. Right. Oh, yeah. Good luck getting work when you're that guy. Yeah. We know comics that fight other people. And, and yeah, it just you could be as funny as you are, be as uh, seasoned as you are. But you're going to be that guy that fights fucking people. You're a liability. And then mm, liability. people don't want you around. Yes. You know, exactly. so it's so it's. That's what it is, you know. Uh, I've had women try to bully me, uh, not in a sexual way, but just bully me. Uh-huh. You know, try to bully me like cheerle- like bitchy cheerleader tricks, like that kind of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And mean girl shit. Yeah, yeah. legit mean girl <laughs> shit. You know, and like like relentlessly. That's terrible. And then you finally like snap on them in a verbal way, and people act like you're the bully. And it's like, no, I've been putting up with this bitch trying to bully me for months. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it doesn't get treated like a thing. And it's like, you know, and it's like even physically, you can't handle it, not only because we're told not to, but what a lot of people don't get is most men don't want to hit women. Mm-hmm. They just, we just don't want to because you know what they're like. Like, I accidentally bumped a bitch one day and she was a small girl and it was a complete and total accident. And I'm not even a big guy. And the way that she damn near fucking flew, I went ahead and grabbed her right away and I was like, yeah, I would never want to hit anything this frail. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how mad it made me, I wouldn't want to fucking hit this. Yeah. You know, so it's just like people don't get that. Like, you know, like and, and sometimes just because you can handle something physically doesn't mean you should yeah. have to or you should be shamed because you choose not to. Yeah. You know, sometimes it should just be like, OK, I verbally said that I don't want this to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. So it just shouldn't happen. Yeah. Like that with that old man, you know, like technically you should have been able to just tell him, but he wasn't. Probably no, ready he, to take no for an answer. He went he for it. Dick. He went for it, bro. Yeah, he went for it. Call my, I called my supervisor because I thought he's going to call in and say I, I heard him because I did push him and he fell back. Yeah. And uh, the supervisor fucking laughed at me, but I had to fill out a fucking report of what happened. Was shit. he home alone? Yeah. Yeah. It was in a, like a retirement, one of those apartments where they live in a retirement Yeah, assisted place. living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, straight up, dude. That could have made me be homophobic. That could have, I, I could have had an it. excuse. No, you know, like. You were right along, all along. I, I mm-hmm. remember seeing it, like, a lot of homophobia around when I was a kid. But not, like, it was always, like, jokingly, like, oh, don't be gay. Like, that mm-hmm. kind of, like that, and then, like, uh, buddies calling each yeah. other fags. And I remember, one thing I remember was. <laughs> we used my, to call my mom gay. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> my, I remember when I was, like. <laughs> Your mom gay? <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Don't be gay, mom. Get out of here. Don't be gay. Don't be like, I'm not gay. <laughs> I, I remember I was probably about twelve, and I had a I had a my cousin Matt, and we used to go and stay up at our grandparents' house in uh, Reno, 
up in Pleasant Valley. Uh-huh. And uh, me and him, like, best buddies, we would go off just fucking running around every day. It was, like, just summertime. And I remember, like, I was still in the house. They thought mm-hmm. we left. And we were uh, outside near the, uh, near the garage. And I remember my grandma talking to my grandpa. And she was like, oh, where are the boys? And he's like, I don't know, probably off having a San Francisco smoke break. And I didn't know what that meant. And I was like 12, and I guess, and then I found out that he was saying, like, oh, they're probably off sucking each other's dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ever, like, but it was always, it was never, like, like he's, he was a fucking asshole. Like, my mom hated it, too, because he used to call uh, toilet paper shit tickets. And, uh, like, I used to come home, and I'm fucking, I'm like 10, and I'm like, hey, mom, we're out of shit tickets. And she's like, friends over it. You just repeat what you say. And I yeah. always repeat it. Yeah. Like, yeah, but like, it was never like. We're out of shit ticket. <laughs> <laughs> he was a very weird dude, but uh, like, it was that. And then, like, I remember our version of rugby, like, smear during the like, queer. Smear the queer. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it's so funny. You don't think about it until you had, like, and I have a friend who I grew up with, Keisha, and she's uh, been lesbian ever. Like, she she was better than all of us in sports. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just kicked her ass and everything. And she was like, oh, I like girls. He goes, yeah, we fucking kind of got that. Like, <laughs> But she was she was like one of the guys to where she was always joking with us and she would be calling us fags. Yeah, it's like oh come on, like she would. But it was it was always in a like a good light. It was never I never really saw it in like a bad like people like screaming it because it was like oh fuck you like <laughs> you ever been called the anybody doing that like any hateful anything is just fucking terrible to me. You ever like, been called the n word by a black guy? Yeah, my my best friend ever since I was a kid is black. So I like, but I always. I I I get weird if I'm with other white people and they say it, and then I feel mm. weird that I'm w- the weird one, the white yeah. guy being yeah, weird yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. So it's like, I I I I'm not proud of this, but I used to do this with my buddy Corey, and I would be like walking behind him, is like, and I I'd go nickel please, uh, and yeah. he'd turn around what the fuck, and like I would be holding a nickel, and I would be <laughs> acting like I was talking to it, and he goes you're a fucking idiot, you <laughs> just get so pissed at me, but yeah, right. it was. I never, like, I, I remember all the kids who just, like, it was mainly the suburban kids who listened to rap music and fucking trying to be cool and saying it, but I just never, I saw him get called it before, like, yeah. by, like, racist dudes, and it's like, oh, what the fuck, and I never experienced that before, and it was, like, it, it's, like, heartbreaking, is you don't fucking know him, like. It yeah. feels good but, when you get called the N-word, though, by a black dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, no, yeah, because like, they're fully accepting you yeah. at that point, yeah. So my, my friend, the one I told you that I known him his whole life, got married in his thirties. He came out. When he came out, I was very awkward at this one because I never wanted to dress it. He's black. No, no, he's a white guy. Oh. I don't know. He's Latino. No, no, it has nothing to do with the N word. The 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 relationship to that, or what I'm trying to relate it to, is that <laughs> I was very I was walking on eggshells, not trying to mention the gay thing around him, even though I would see his Instagram or whatever and all his posts. So I was very careful. And one day he called me a faggot through a text. Mm-hmm. We're joking around. And he calls me a faggot. And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, like, fuck like yeah, bro. In. Like, I'm in, bro. <laughs> 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 so stupid. I called Sammy. I told Sammy. And then Sammy's like, bro, that's that's a different kind of in, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, bro, I fucked Seth. I'm like, fuck yeah. Then that means I could call him a faggot. Yeah, well, Bruce Jingle... Uh, do you know Bruce Jingle? Yeah, yeah Bruce Jingle calls name. me the N word all the time. Yeah. Really? Oh, he calls everybody, <laughs> bro. He calls his mom. The yeah. Bro. I have so many friends that are uh, 
black and just live in that word all the time. It doesn't bother me even a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like the like uh, people are taking ownership of a word that's like you know part of their culture or part of their experience doesn't bother me even a little bit. It's just you know like. And it wouldn't even bother me if, like, you know, one of his white friends said it in front of him and they mm-hmm. just, like, had that friendship. But just me, like, this is my thinking on it. Mm-hmm. If it's me and you and you're white, neither of us have, like, the... Um, the card. Yeah, yeah we don't have the... We can't, we can't certify that. We can't approve this, you yes. know? Like, neither of us can stamp it, right. you know? Like, yeah. It's the notary. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. hey, wait a second. <laughs> we don't have a supervisor here to <laughs> sign off on this. Like, it's above my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's more what my thinking is on that, you know? like when, 100%. And when it comes to, like, the word fag and me, like, you know, like, mm. yeah, if people aren't saying it in any kind of hateful way, it's no. not going to register for no, me. No, yeah. like, this is this is one of my best friends right here. You you, you might know Sammy. Yes, Sammy. I was going to ask you if that if that was the Sammy you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, from Reno. Uh-huh. Reno Tahoe Comedy Club, yep. So, yeah, like, when we call each other... <laughs> I love that. The Danny Trail. Yeah. <laughs> Help me, Fendel. You're my only <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny meme. Yeah, uh, Sammy, yes. uh, I was his best man in his wedding and uh, just got married right there and all weird, that. But, weird flex, but okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, when yeah. did he I get married? He got married. Um, I love you, Sammy. Um, May last year? Was it that early? Oh, I okay. it was a little later. This year. We're, this this year, year's not yeah, over yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah May. I just saw Sammy a couple months ago. I was at, what's it called? Reno Tahoe? Yeah. 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 Working for Wayne. Hey, brother. They're awesome with her. <laughs> Did you think it was uh, Wayne? Uh, you turned yeah, around know, like, oh, shit. Because I know. I didn't know. Because I asked somebody if he did that in front of them, and they said no. So uh, I didn't know you knew, uh, yeah. uh, you know. Hey, Brutta and, hey, and Mon. He'll hey, say Mon. Mon. You'll say, <laughs> you'll say. He's an old white guy, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You met him. He's talking like a Jamaican. I like yeah, him, too. He's really you, nice. He'll be like, hey, brother. And you'll say, what's up, Wayne? You, Mon. Shaka <laughs> <laughs> Kaz. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne's a trip, man. That's where I started. I started comedy at an open mic at 3rd Street. Did you ever do 3rd Street in no, Reno? No, no. The only thing I ever did in Reno was, uh, what's it called? Wayne's, yeah. Yeah. And then um, ever since that, Wayne likes to get young comics uh, to sell tickets and all. So I was one of them and fucking would sell, sell shitload to all my friends and, and uh, start performing there. But then we moved to Vegas. So, but yeah, that's like my little... Last time I was there, we had a guy that was a guest set, and he was nice enough, but he was trying to talk to me so much that it was getting on my nerves. Uh. Because, uh, like, this is something that people should understand, like newer comics, is what newer comics have to understand is sometimes you don't want to have a full interview before you get on stage. And sometimes you're trying to listen to what's going on in the room Mm -hmm. so that you know. Because, like, that night especially, it was so bad like the heckling that was going on before I got on stage that uh, the sound guy literally had to get in and be like, "Uh, can you guys please respect the comics? Literally, it was that bad. Mm -hmm. And so this guy is trying to talk to me and I'm thinking like, I don't have patience for you right now. I want to save my patience for those people because I'm going to have to actually go out and make them laugh. Yeah. You know, and it it was that kind of situation. So eventually I walked away 
And the guy I brought with me, Thomas Eppolito was his name or is his name. And he's from Phoenix and he's a really hardworking guy. So that's why I brought him along. Mm -hmm. But he, um, cause I walked to the full backstage area. Yeah. So when I walked to the backstage area, then, uh, Thomas talked to the other comedian and was like, Hey, Ty's not trying to be rude or anything, but just, Mm -hmm. he doesn't really want to talk right now. He'd rather. A lot of young comics. Well, yeah. I mean, they, I don't, know, I don't know. I think sometimes I get it like fucking um, in interview mode, like just trying to ask. They're so nervous. Yeah. Because Wayne picks them off of like their second week <laughs> performing. Literally, I was one of them. I know. Third, third, I, mean, I know he does. Third week into comedy, and I got to do a comedy club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's cool, but it's like. I don't know. Maybe it helped me want to keep going, but all those fake laughs from your friends don't mean shit. You know? Yeah. It's true. like a bringer, pretty much. But uh, yeah, man. Love uh, me a bringer. Yeah. But oh, yeah, this is when I made Sammy my bitch. Check it out. I put his head on Lizzie's body. <laughs> For his birthday. <laughs> he looks great. He does look great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, cool, man. Well, dude. Holy shit, you don't do long podcasts, huh? No. Two hours and 45 minutes, bro. Wow, is that really what we've been on? Yeah. Okay. Well, Holy shit, sorry to keep you so long. Yeah, I've got a boyfriend waiting at home for me. He's going to be like, you never do over an hour podcast. He's going to tell you. Oh, that. yeah. Well, you know, and he won't ever listen to this anyway. He's, he's <laughs> smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, because he gets to hear me talk all the time. So he's like, you know, we had a whole thing because I was like, why don't you watch my YouTube clips? Uh-huh. And then he was like, because I'm around you. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever do you ever grab his phone to hit like or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to like my shit. And yeah. like technically you should already listen to it. I'll yeah. quiz him at this point. Yeah. Like when it comes to my YouTube, anybody else, I don't care. Just because, yeah. you know, like, but I feel like here's one thing you can do to support me. It's like mm. you just like listen to the fucking clip, watch it all the way through. That's the one thing you can do. Uh-huh. So fucking do that. Hit the like button and move on. Oh, speaking of YouTube, I, I noticed you post, you'll do your post and then say in the, the link is in the comments. Uh-huh. Great idea. I, I kind of figured you did that because... If you, when you post a link, you barely get anybody to see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. It's because the Facebook algorithm. Exactly. Will block you if you yeah, they want you to pay money to to promote. Shit. Yeah. So uh, we used to do that when we would promote the podcast. Yeah, we would say but, put the the link in the comments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you figure that out? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's from smart, forever. <clears throat> but uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Facebook starts allowing it again soon because yeah. Facebook is hurting. Yeah, so remember we're going to have to do more stuff to allow people to like, you know, that's why if you notice one uh-huh. thing that was very telling to me is if you notice now try including a link to uh, YouTube mm. on your on your actual status. Share that to your story and it'll it'll, it'll include the link in the story. Oh, OK. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so they're trying. They're trying to do stuff. They're just like quietly trying to do stuff to like keep people because a lot of people are just done with Facebook. Yeah, yeah. that whole boost shit. People were fucking like and the later. fake views. Yeah. You get a lot of fake views. Just people scrolling is not a view. Yeah, they count that as a view. I know. 
You know? Yeah, there's like stupid ass videos, like 340 million views. Like I, I usually when I'm scrolling, I have my sound off, and they mm-hmm. count that as a view. Have you thought about uploading your YouTube videos separately though? On YouTube and on Facebook, or just YouTube? Yeah, but you know, more work. I'm tired of all this shit. To tell you the truth, mm-hmm. like I'm, uh, you already have to edit it and put. And plus, I, like especially lately, I've been on the road enough that you come out and fucking see me if you want to see me. I'll talk plenty there. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about everything, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna upload a bunch of shit. I mean, like I'll. Try my best. Like, for a minute, I was doing, like, the 30 days where I was doing a clip every single day. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, the editing on that was ridiculous. And yeah. I'd spend my days fucking recording and editing. And it's like, I'm a comic. Mm-hmm. I want to fucking be doing, you know, stuff that I need to be doing. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I, I'm getting further away from social media, which might be a bad move. But I'm just, I'm tired of social media. Take breaks. Breaks, are, breaks feel great. I, I go I go off the grid all the time. It's I know. fucking refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't so, blame nice. you. so to close off, I noticed on one of your podcasts you mentioned Takashi. Me and Sammy and oh, now recently God. Ian has become a fan of no, Takashi. Like, I've been trying to evangelize this guy to like Takashi. And uh it's well, been hard. It's I been thought hard. him going to prison, I would kind of like see less and less of him, but now you're fucking bringing it back. What, what are your thoughts on Mr. Takashi sixty nine? You know, if you ever call him Takashi sixty nine again, <laughs> that's like you with the Buddha. <laughs> He's trying to fit in. <laughs> Takashi six nine is what it is. Sound fucking forty. And I this is my favorite song. Right like here. him a lot. But he's very dumb. Yeah. Oh, he's dumb as shit. Because, you know. 41 million views. Yeah. But, like, because they gave him several chances to stop being on social media. <laughs> like, you know, just mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. You're going through shit right now. Stop being on social media. And instead, he still kept putting everything on social media. And it just. Start fighting again. Uh, other dudes and shit like that. Yeah. I would what? see that too. He would get cleared from the allegations and all that. I'm like, okay, so now you're gonna be cool. But no, he'll start beef with another rapper. Pop right back on. Yeah. Pops right back yeah. on and yeah, so Yeah. Huge talent though, man. I think I think so. I, I like him. Oh, oh I shit. legit hope he gets through. I'm not one of the people that's like, Oh, I hope he goes to prison now or learn his lesson that way. I, uh-huh. I really hope he gets out of it, but at the same time I I hope that he learns, you yeah. know, like Honestly, um, I have him. I had him on a death pole. Like I, I was just saying, I was telling Sammy, I'm like, <laughs> bro, I think he's not gonna make it, man. And I'm actually, I think this is this kept him alive this long. Well, being in prison. Then there's also jail. the fact, like you know, he's <laughs> in that way, like in the social media way, like that's what I try to avoid, and like why I stopped, uh, like took down some of my podcasts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. because like. Um, you know, you just don't want to live in negative energy forever. Right. And, like, a lot of what he was doing was manufactured. Like, I believe people were really mad at him, and he was mad at them, but I don't really think he was really mad to the degree that he was pretending to be mad and mm-hmm. the way he was hyping it up and stuff like that, and that's yeah. what started to happen with my podcast. Like, people wanted me 
to like rip people weekly. And it yeah. was just like, well, wow. I don't really have a problem with that many people. Mm-hmm. And even the people that I do have problems with, I get over it fast, yeah. you know? So it's like, I'm not going to continuously. And then I'd have people like, you know, that would be the comments on it. It's like, oh, I hate so-and-so too. Or this person's a fucking cunt. Go after it. And I was just like, you know, yeah, that's not really my my vibe. And so, yeah. like, I know I could have fed into that and just started doing it, but I was like, I don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. You know, like, especially on a fake level, be like, you know, oh, I'm just angry all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, oh, man. Well, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I've been a big fan, dude, of your comedy, your podcast. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Unbothered uh, by Ty Rivera for yes. everybody that's listening at home. Unbothered by Ty Rivera. You can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. However you get down, you get down. <laughs> That's right. You can also find me at americasfavoritefag.com. That's where you can find me. If you want to check out my YouTube videos, you can just go to my blog on americasfavoritefag.com, which is also tyrivera.com, uh, and that will have all of my YouTube clips on it. Fuck yeah. Ian? I-A-N-B-U-R-F-O-R-D. All things internet. Get at me. Fuck yeah. FreddieKorea.com. Uh, I'll catch you bitches later. Yeah. I used to have the trade deuce and the deuce deuce in my bubble goose. Now I got the Mac in my knapsack, lounging black, smoking sacks up and axe and sidekicks with my sidekicks, rocking slide kicks. Honey's wanna chat, but all we wanna know is where the party at. And can I bring my gap? If not, I hope I don't get shot. Better throw my vest on my chest, cause niggas is a mess. It don't take nothing but front for me to start something. Bugging and bucking at niggas like I was duck hunting. Dumbing out just me and my crew, cause all we wanna do is. Again, rolled up another blood, bought a Heineken. 
Niggas thought the low down and shit got choked out, rolled with stone, and a fucking fight broke down. And we just all get along, so I can put dickies on a chest like little Sean. Get a pissy drunk off a dog, carry on, and it's on, and I'm gone. That's that. 